serious question like what 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 is, what is, is going, going on? on like like no sir what is going on can in the world today can can someone inform me i mean i'm quincy jones I, i'm i'm doc lesnar hip-hop hybrid extraordinary make it make sense somebody um, there's a lot uh, of things going on man it's uh, uh just a lot of different narratives and rumors and theories being put out there people mm-hmm. thinking that you know nxc's been put out the past year people thinking it's going to go back to the one hour format yeah. yeah that and just other formats as well different uh uh a whole different i mean i'm not mad if it goes back to an hour we've it's like a rebranding is what they were saying right yeah, yeah yeah but it sounds like a downgrade almost too like it's yeah i mean well you, you hear about like oh you know we just uh don't give us your sick your poor we just want the uh the young and the yeah <laughs> and and the and the tall slash big. the plentiful in the in the muscle department yeah, yeah. for sure um, anyone under thirty, get the fuck out. Like, Youth and brawn, get the f out. That's what they they're bringing it back. Yeah. Um, this is the Quincy Jones show, by the way. We're live from yeah. the doctor's office. We um, are right here. Still reeling quite a bit, Jesus. man. Uh, from just all this stuff that's going on, it's weird that there's just all this stuff going on, and then it's like leading up to this buildup of like SummerSlam at the same time. Yeah, and then all outs around the corner, takeovers coming. You know, it's a yeah, man. And Rampage is debuting. There's all there's some sort of crescendo bound to strike one of those events, right? And then uh, isn't Triple Mania this, this weekend? I know it's soon. I think yeah. I think okay. I just said because I was like I f- totally forgot about it till I saw the promo. Uh, the the flyer went out and I was yeah. like, oh, I think this is the show that Doc was reporting on earlier. Yeah, Kenny versus Andrade. So I mean, they have kept them away from each other. Are they totally like, totally and, on and they're just like totally not talking about? I guess we'll see. In AEW, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see on Dynamite mm-hmm. <laughs> after we record this. Yes. Uh, but uh, I guess let's get into some of the news. I mean. It's a little scattered uh, and not so much substance. That's um, the normal now, man. It, it <laughs> is. Everything. I feel like we're in the upside down of wrestling news. It's like crazy. Well, like, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like, you know, just the the, the recent NXT releases. Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking wasn't Uncle Dax. Uh, Dax he, someone had, had, had wrote, if Brett had Sean's job in NXT, this never would have happened. And I was like... Let me throw this up and see what people feel. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! So, well, Dax 13, retweeted it. Yeah, yeah. He just said the real shit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen on social media. Today. But man, uh, just yeah, thirteen thousand had a lot to say about that post. Oh um, man! Oh, of course, man. It was a uh, you know. Anytime I post a meme that has HBK involved, the numbers are significantly higher. Like, you have no idea because people are just like, how can you even argue who did it better? And, you know, like, it, it gets, <laughs> you're like, well, you're here, aren't you? Yeah. If it wasn't him, there'd be no, you know, it, it's like a, these other spots wouldn't exist if he didn't originate. It's just like, ah. hey, man, we're all here to have fun. Yeah. Just, ah. you know, just participate and move on. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try to dive in. I mean, because yeah. it's just like all kinds of other shit going on. Like, they have people that they're building up that are getting beat. Not, and I'm not talking about Cross, but like I, I just read like Aaliyah took a L. Or no, Aaliyah beat Dakota Kai on main event while they're 
building Dakota Kai up against Raquel Gonzalez. Wow. Yeah. And then again, you know the dragon. And I'm stuff. not. That's not saying. I, I. That's not saying. Wow, they let a job. I'm not saying it like that. It's just like that's like very ill logic. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, and I only bring that up because you know there was other stuff that I'm, we're going to get into with NXT, obviously, mm-hmm. with your coverage. But it's just like it just it begs to you know the speculation of maybe Triple H is not he's being superseded or something. I don't know what's going on. Like <sighs> that's something I heard. That I mean, it sounds like especially with the releases that um, you know the the trio of. Laurenitis and Bruce Pritchard and of course Mr. Big Man himself are the ones responsible for the cuts. Um and not Sean or or Trips apparently, but then yeah, I heard those who I... said they were at least in the room for those meetings, but oh. they must have been handcuffed somehow, some reason, you know, I mean I, I don't know. I mean Yeah, cuz I've been seeing like these these uh uh clickbait titles of like Triple H shut out from release meetings. I'm like, okay, I know there's more than this and just that, because you want me to read it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, but one per- Yeah, one thing I wanted to read. This is probably going to be the one with most substance uh, as far as the the headlines here. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas, who you know we've personally been yes. able to uh, uh, you know humbly know and and uh, he's a work superstar, with Jones. I mean, this guy. I mean, just go back and check out you know any, any event that he uh, performed at for Rival Pro Wrestling here in Southern California. I mean, you'll hear the silky smooth sounds of our commentary while you're at it. That golden voice. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, he, he had wrote something. I mean, he. Uh, Actually, significantly changed his name from Jake Atlas to his shoot name, Kenny yeah. Marquez, on uh, Instagram. Uh, which, again, you know, if you know, you, you already knew. Yeah. But uh, he had wrote uh, between August 6, 2016, and August 6, uh, 2021, Jake Atlas has been the name to just about everyone for the last five years. Creating the name and persona was one of the most difficult, traumatic, uh, ex- existential, and liberating processes of my young life. Mm. The thought that you were forced to create a different uh, entity entirely in professional wrestling pushed me further into a mental mental health crisis that has persevered these five years. I had no idea who I was five years ago when I signed with WWE 20 months ago. It certainly brought me closer to that reality. Now I know who the hell I am. I am Kenny Marquez. I've never been ashamed of my name and have always wanted to be famous with it. Mm. I've always shied away from speaking my truth and I've always lived to please others. Not anymore. In 30 days, uh, Jake Atlas is mine again, forever. I don't know what the future holds for him, but trust me when I say that Kenny is the one you need to look out for. I'm clearly not a superstar, but you know what? I'm a star, period. My goals have transcended wrestling, though I plan to continue my journey as a professional wrestler. Join me on this new path to become everything I've always wanted to be, attain everything I've always seen for myself, and become the household name I know I deserve to be. I've always been famous. I just, uh, I've always been famous. It's just no one knew it yet. Man, I love it, all of it, man. And I mean, yeah, because he, he put out a tweet already saying like 27 days with, with, with his uh, Gmail out there. I was like, okay. I'm telling you, man, okay. I would love to. We, we were talking about how when he was scooped up, we, you know, we were very happy, but also like selfishly, damn, because yeah. we've had the pleasure of working with him through Rival Pro many times. He's a very giving person in the ring. I mean, the last one of the greatest matches we booked, besides the was the two out three falls he had with uh, was it um, Uptown Andy Brown was the 
you know, the pre oh, the match the, the pre Wednesday the... night war, you yeah. know, Scorpio Sky versus Atlas. True. And, and uh and you know, he put Jake over and I and I, I thought was that was say, very like... dope, you know, and 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 telling of like his position in the SoCal scene, especially Scorpio Sky being a pillar of that scene Absolutely, prior to, yeah. you know, signing to AEW. So And definitely had a lot of, you know, accolades in his own right, you know. Yeah. Just, so, but him know. coming, I mean, I, him becoming available, I hated that he got released. I always worry about him when I hear releases are happening. I always think it's great when I, I see him on TV. He had a figure. He's got a chase figure as well, which they don't just give that to every person in the line. So I think it's really cool that they, they felt he was special enough in the set of, or that series, you know, of whatever figures it is now. Because, you know, they're up to like probably triple digits it's like yeah 100 and, i don't know you know but I, you know i think it's really cool i mean even though he wants to become kenny marquez or he is kenny marquez i think the fact that he went as far to get his own action figure made by a real company in mattel through the company of like the biggest wrestling company ever wwe that's a pretty big accomplishment you know what i mean so i see what he means by his goals have transcended you know, wrestling, but, you know, maybe he thinks as a whole because now there's new goals for indie guys, you know what I mean? Because he's really set a standard, in my opinion. That, I mean, and, and also just other things in, in his uh, personal life that I know he's become, yep. like, he's taken pride in wanting to become a, a not just a face, or not just a, a, a mouthpiece for it, but an actual face mm-hmm. of representation and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like that's a lot of it as well. Yeah. And, and him just wanting to stand, his identity stand on well, his own yeah. too, exactly, you mm-hmm. know, and staying true to who Kenny is, which, uh, you know, again, I, I like the I like the sound of that, man. So, yeah. I mean, he uh, said the two words that I thought were interesting in the same sentence were traumatizing or traumatic and I think he said liberating experience, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's not very often you see that. So, um, yeah, so whatever you're going to go by, whether it's, you know, like you said, 27 and counting, uh, you already know. Quincy Jones show commentary uh, and, and, and podcast show and the rival pro. Call guys, him anything like, you want. Just yeah. don't just just call him a star. Yeah. No, we're, yeah. we're all we're all in support for uh, his next. Chapter, no, man. definitely, man. But, uh you know, in terms of I guess of uh, the releases and stuff like that, uh, we did have some stuff a little bit more in Bray Wyatt. Um, Wyndham, uh, yeah, Colton Wyndham coming soon. It can't. That should stir up the damn you internet. Can't kill it. Yeah. See, man. a lot of people think it's New Japan just because they're like that looks like an old Shogun high key type of match. But that was also in his like starting vignettes too. You so, don't know. They don't know. They're the one thing I know about Bray is you Michael have to Cole keep it over continuously here. paying attention. Oh no, I do. I've been because there's certain things. If you look, he capitalizes, and you're like, "Why was that? Okay, that wasn't by mistake." Yeah, no, not by us. But yeah, you know, there was, uh, and we've reported it here. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You know, I I had like this whole impassioned, like, kind of like uh, a pitch for him as far as AEW and stuff like that as well on Flow Show. But oh yeah, um, you know, we we talked about you know there was news that perhaps he was going through uh, some mental health issues. Uh, stemming from obviously the loss of uh, Brody and everything. I think it was highly speculated. I think just from a human standpoint, from a yeah, fan. But very yeah, true. then when it got substantiated by a few media sites, it felt like oh, like like he's taking like a break, break or like what? sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, obviously, like you said, the kind of led to rumors saying that oh, that that's probably what's behind him being kind of absent. Because uh, you know he did the WrestleMania thing, but he was just kind of gone right after. Yeah. Uh, then he did show up on that Raw, like, uh, not too long after. Or, yeah, it's actually the Raw after WrestleMania to just kind of, like, say he's, like, he's he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, and he was on, but the, he was, like, a Firefly Funhouse, like, pre-tape. Yeah. So, like, he, no one's seen him. So, you know, but, uh, like you said, you know, he was uh, 
looking like he was getting ready for a return. Even yes, uh, FIFA Select has reported that uh, why it was absent uh, those many months, though, is because of family engagements. And uh, everything that was reporting that he had mental issues were, are actually false, which uh, I thought that was hmm. very interesting. But um, also at the same time, they said that he was, uh, you know, I don't know if you watched Raw. I think I was telling you uh, earlier off mic that there was a huge, like, overwhelming swell of we want uh, Wyatt chance during the Alexa Bliss match. Yeah. And it was just one of those things that, that the crazy thing is that was supposed to be the night he was slated to come back. Yeah, see, what I've heard on my end was uh, he actually had a also a personal injury. Uh, oh, okay. He was, and and I, it was, like, termed as, like, I don't know, like uh, uh, something of his – is it a personal injury to an appendage? I don't know what that means specifically. But, uh, uh, oh. like, gener- like it was like a very general description. You maybe know what I mean? So maybe finger a finger or a hand or yeah, – I, I, I had no idea. You know, that was all, I guess, that they were able to share. But that he was cleared, like, a week before he was released. And then in addition to that, I, heard, I, I uh, was uh, able to uncover that his wife, JoJo – uh, well, I don't know if it's his wife, but or his, you know, yeah, JoJo. I think, I think this is his wife. Yeah, yeah at least by now, at least his baby's moms. Because I heard <laughs> now they got two. You know, so I wonder if that's some of the Shit, part the man, family affair you're man, talking man, about. I already about to make a fifth one. Oh, I can't man. believe that I'm they just you, had guys, one. Hey, these guys are woke. They just had one and they did get, they announced another one. It's crazy. Man. Going, my bad. Go ahead. But <laughs> fucking Matt, dude. Money Matt. They got a whole money, stable. Money, money they got a whole shot. stable, bro. Money shot Matt. You know? <laughs> uh, I said it. I said it. Now uh, but uh, yeah, that JoJo actually was released secretly four to six months ago, which is crazy. Because I I mean I guess I didn't know if she was still with the company or not yeah it was just like you had not seen her since you know i guess she got pregnant and i figured she was on maternity really leave and, yeah you know but yeah i didn't know and what, we just fell in love with the role of being a mom and was going to come back like i thought maybe she had an open door or something is what i thought possibly but, but it, i mean i could also see well, it'd be a, a, a cost you know cost yeah cutting type of i mean you yeah know, whatever but uh yeah because what you were saying as far as him being uh cleared i guess it said that uh, he was 100% clear to wrestle back in May and June. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, I said before his sudden release, the original plans for him was to return on, again, this past night of Raw. Yeah. And he reportedly was, quote-unquote, adding creative elements to his character during his time off from to television. So, That's why. And like, like well, somebody's going to benefit from that, man. Because I heard that he was slated to win that match against Randy at Mania. Uh, and then when he walked in, they were like, hey, we came up with this idea. Boogly boogly bugs. <laughs> Have you heard of an overhead projector? Uh, Good, because they don't know nothing of this No, 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 not that one. The, oh. the one that just happened. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's but, yeah. but also apply. Fucking Copy out. and paste. Yeah, that was yeah. stupid. Two, you got two bad moments. For Wyatt at WrestleMania. With, and great, with great builds. Yeah. And then it just... Because mm. didn't Orton win the last one with the projector, right? Yeah, he did. So wasn't this whole thing kind of like a revenge tour for Wyatt? I need to event... That's why he beat Cena and the Firefly Fun... Like, he was correcting wrongs. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it seemed like he was doing, in my opinion. Like, the only thing that was missing was the win against Orton. And then maybe, you know... Taker, but Taker had to, you know, of course, retire, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote. Uh, you know, until Asterix. the draft comes up, <laughs> until the draft, just all of a sudden, and then he's like, oh, "I'm on oh, social media." Hey, what's that? We we have just found out there's another party that's joined the draft. 
the Saudis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's a Saudi roster now. Prince yada, yada, yada has man. entered the room. <laughs> you imagine like, they fun. have him locked in for one-year contracts. Oh man, oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that, that, that's, oh, that's, that, that's not like a Space Jam, yeah, Michael well, Jordan right? contract. It, it, it bro. really does, man. and everyone gets to beat you. But on honestly, like the more uh, uh, messed up side, all point, dog. Uh, as far as like this whole uh, draft and what it's yeah. done and p- different decisions people have to make, as long with the pandemic and people need you know trying to find job security and whatnot. Um, you know, there was a lot of things that people were speculating when we heard first heard news. You know, she just came back, and I'm referring to uh, Zelina Vega. Yeah. Um, oh, because, you know, there was a whole blow up about the, the third party stuff and, yeah. and the OnlyFans stuff and her doing the Twitch and all that stuff mm-hmm. and her not being allowed to even speak or see Vince on the way out. Like, wow. Like, Lame. it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of uh, arguably what I mean, not even arguably, like the best, like, valet in a while. Right. You know I mean, what I'm saying? since they decided to. And valets. Strip down Lana, yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, but so there's a little bit of background on some of this stuff, because I, I I haven't heard yet. Um, I'm usually on point with this stuff, but I have not been in position to, to listen to anybody else's shit but mine right now. <laughs> and of course, bumping that. Oh, yeah, word, This word, is word. awesome EP, available now. Go check it out. On all platforms. Uh, but on the Talk is Jericho, uh, Tommy Ann was on there, my Malachi Black. Yep. And um, I guess he revealed that the reason Zelina Vega re-signed with WWE to begin with was to be around him more because he was still there. At the time. And then the day he Because, got, yeah, because they had her and they were just holding on to when they were going to debut, basically, right? Yeah, I, I, man. man. And it said that the day that to, mm. he got released, she spent the whole evening, like, crying. Like, and I'm like, that's it's hard not like, to they think fucked that her twice. Planned, like, man. they fucked her twice, right? Like, yeah. You're like, like you thought you got the last. We don't get your us. character, but we can use her for the Mexican market. Yeah. Like, because they're always trying to find the new Latin this, the new Japanese that, the new oh, Indian yeah. this. Like, no we, question, yeah, they because always, they're trying to get make sure they they cover. Hey, those markets. we have representation coming to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's all about you know making sure they can sell tickets when they go to those towns. Yeah, like it's gonna get to a point. Watching the future, which I'm sure at, at this point I probably will stop have stopped watching WWE for a while. <laughs> and I'll tune in, and I'll realize that they'll have a John Cena for every country. Like how they will. That would be nuts, you know man. I I hope it doesn't get like, that far. Like so they know that every anywhere they tour, they they gonna get this bread like straight up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. You sound some like some never real surrender, life. never give up, I'll never go, give in. That would be like a, <laughs> some Disneyland shit. For real. Never bow out. Never fold, my G. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like some Buzz Lightyear shit. A bunch of different Buzz Lightyears from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit, man. Also, but, uh, loyalty and respect. But, yeah, I, I just had to had to sympathize because that sucks, man. I mean, especially you look at it now, like, I don't know what their plans are with but her. But it's, it's, I'm going to be honest. It's hard not to think it was on purpose. I mean, you see what they did with CM Punk on his wedding day, you know, and the irony of the degrees of separation is he was married to AJ, which is who Zelina, you know, yeah, yeah, she she portrayed in the the fighting with my family with The Rock. And and it's just hard not to think the way Zelina went out and the way she was kind of outspoken on the way out that WWE didn't go, well, you know, because Vince is very vindictive. Well, not vindictive, but he's petty. He's he's petty. petty. There you go. He he holds a grudge for sure. And he likes to make an example. They'll always let people know who's in control. So it's hard not to think. You know, yeah, he's she lost her first big, match when she debuted. He's she big came on back. that. He's always big on that. 
Don't forget who runs this shit. Yeah, exactly. So, well, uh, I don't know. That's man. unfortunate, man. But uh, yeah, it really is unfortunate. But also eye opening when you look at the fact that you were just talking about earlier that these releases are now going forward are going to be considered a regular thing. Yeah. And yeah, granted, they've always had cutting periods in uh, or spring cleaning, whatever they like to call it. Uh, you know, every year, but you, it would be more quiet. You would, you just wouldn't see certain people anymore. You know what I mean? But now it's like, hey, we got rid of all these fuckers. Like it's man. like it's so crazy. Like. It's going to suck because, you know, not everybody that gets cut, I don't want to say, I mean, I don't know how many people want to sign people that aren't already somewhat established or know what to do, know how to work on TV. So I don't know if a lot of those guys from NXT that were in the PC, like a lot of those names, uh, I didn't recognize besides some of the ones that have made a few shots here and there, you know, on uh, NXT TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how far they'll go beyond like that system unless they stay consistent on the indies or whatever. But I don't know, man, at the rate they're releasing people, I just hope that's not going to send a bunch of people home to be just regular people. You know what I mean? It just sucks. Yeah. Especially in the time we're in right now. You know what I mean? I like, mean, I think obviously this is coming from like a, I, I don't even argue this is Nick Khan trying to oh, consolidate, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, but you know, I don't want to talk business like that anymore. Nah. It's making me depressed. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that, that was the best thing they had really had going for them consistently was the NXT programming before it kind of just morphed. But anyways, man. Yeah, I um, was just going to – oh, oh what, what you got? Oh, I just had one last thing, I mean, that was kind of more on a plus side. But you got something to add to I this? was just going to – I mean, I, I know you don't want to talk business. I just it, – it's one of those things where it was just more of a comment, you know, because I'm sure most of you guys have already know more – or as much as we do with the Adam Cole situation, the contract expired, but he's on a verbal. You know, there's rumors that he's been offered a million dollars for a contract to go main roster. It's being said both sides creatively, SmackDown and Raw, have both already have pitches just in the case that he does join uh, main roster. The one thing we do know for sure is that he did meet with Vince uh, on, I guess, was it two Fridays ago, I believe, or for last Friday at this point, uh, in person. Uh, to discuss contract stuff, but I don't know what's true. It's just one of those things where if the million-dollar deal is something true, because they're saying, one, that that the first thing is it's 10 times more than what he's making in NXT, which would significantly give him 10 times more reasons to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's also like, you know, that came from an unreliable source on Twitter, but it's if it is true, it's like, how can you release all those people and say it's all budget cuts and then spend a million dollars keeping somebody? That's that, I mean, that that is, you know, over they, thirty. They probably small. have like thirty million to play with right now. And they're just yeah, like, yeah, we true. can afford it. Yeah, but it's like, like but it's it's it is crazy how it's coming in at this critical time with the SummerSlam stuff and yeah. so many things going forward because they don't know they're going to be able to keep going on the road. It's just it's tough just, to think they'd let go of Bray. That doesn't make when sense. he's already established versus like you know to to spend money to bring in. I don't know if they need need that much to convince Cole to stay, but well, I see, don't know. that's the thing though. It's like it is crazy because you think about Bray and, and how much he like what he meant. Like he's like one of the big main roster guys. Yeah, held the title, held both big titles, uh, the 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 WWE and the Universal Championship. Yeah, but also 
sold a hell of a lot of merch for him, and they were willing to let that go. Yeah, I think he was a tag champion too. Yeah, right? that's yeah, yeah. That was as it well. with Randy and once with the. Uh, I think they they Hardy did they did like no? the the Wyatt family or the Freebird rule or whatever. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, it. that's what the yeah. But yeah, oh no, yeah, you're right. I think it was mm-hmm. once with yeah with, with Matt Hardy. I thought you were gonna say uh, uh, the Har- Harper for some reason. <laughs> yeah, um, but. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it is interesting. It's like, yeah, well, we're willing to lose out on all that merch money. But it also makes me think, but are like, they really like, going to pay would they, them? Like that's what, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how the rest of the year is going to pan out. But the, with the way things look like, things are maybe. I mean, because it's still up in the area whether or not SummerSlam is going to happen. Yeah, you know what I mean, or anything post that as far as any planned shows, a week ahead, yeah, live crowds and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So it's like if they like, why I don't see them spending a, th- a million dollars on Adam Cole. If they were willing to let go of Bray, and they don't even have a for sure like forecast of how the rest of the year is going to play out financially. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they definitely know make that money back. Yeah, yeah, and they definitely know his value. But it makes me think they've also given crazy deals. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to bring up a tweet, but like the Good Brothers, you know, and other people that they were going to keep, you know, for crazy amounts of money. And they didn't even end up keeping them. They cut them, you know? And so it just makes me wonder if that's something they'll do too. Like, okay, well, we'll offer them this, but we'll also cut bait if we're not getting the return we want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, I just hope he doesn't get screwed over, you know what I'm saying? It's because like, uh, a no cut what? <laughs> yeah. Because Cole, I mean, frankly, Cole would deserve better than that. And he would be a game changer for their programming for sure. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if he, I mean, I don't know if him alone, you know what I mean, and what would happen to NXT after that. It just makes me think, like, what's going to happen to Kyle and what's going to happen to other guys that are still there, like Gargano and Champa, Over 30, like old yeah, man Champa. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, like, those guys. But, I don't, but, you know, speaking of NXT, yeah. let's get into the to the review. Yes, sir. Um I'm, I mean, don't ask me none. I'm indifferent, man. This is this was kind of like it, – it's, it's hard to watch. It's almost like watching the last episode of Nitro, right? Yeah, it's just tough because of all the things that have been coming out from the releases to like. It, was that too soon? No, no. <laughs> but but I mean, and if you it, what we're talking about, if you guys, I mean, again, supposedly they think they're, they're going to downsize everything from the production to the look to the logo. And they want young guys, big guys. They supposedly the the thing is they want to crank be able to crank out future WrestleMania main eventers, which is crazy how they don't see that in guys like Bronson Reed, to be honest, because that, to me, he definitely could be, especially if he turned heel, which we never got a chance to see. But anyway, um, it was kind of hard to watch this because you didn't know if, like you said, it was like watching kind of someone on the, like, it was like dead man walking, basically. Like, you you didn't know what else to think. But uh, we start off the night with, uh, it was originally supposed to be Ember Moon versus Sarai, or Sarai, he's the one that you prefer, but it was uh, actually said that Ember Moon was not cleared to compete tonight, so uh, Dakota Kai, the new number one contender, actually takes her place. Uh, she cuts a promo saying she hopes the Big Mommy Cool is watching because she plans to end Saray's undefeated streak and vows to become NXT's uh, women's champ, or the next women's champ, I should say. And, uh, you know, I like to do it with the spots. At one point, we see a handshake attempt from Saray, but uh, Kai smacks it away. At one point, she does pull Saray, uh, Saray's hair to break a submission, and then she hits the axe kick to her ribs. Uh, a uh, uncharacteristic float over a snap 
snap suplex. I uh, don't really see her do that, but she does hit a apron hung pump kick during uh, the picture in picture. And at one point, she does avoid that uh, T-bone suplex that Saray likes to do. She hits a running face wash. Uh, Saray, on the other hand, she hits a innovative rope bounce arm drag and uh, kind of does a stalling scoop slam, which you don't really see in these days with wrestling. It's like a forgotten little fundamental move, you know. Uh, at one point, she gets a uh, kneeling version of the Indian death lock and then transitions it to a new uh, Muda lock. Uh, and at one point, she gets a schoolboy and then transitions, or schoolgirl, excuse me, and transitions it to a innovative single leg crab as well. A lot of innovative uh, uh, submissions, all I noticed. Uh, she also gets a um, bridging fisherman suplex for two. It was very deep. I got to say, pause all that. Uh, but uh, then we get a diving missile drop kick during the picture in picture. He <laughs> said that, I don't know why when you said it, it might have been a Pat McAfee. <laughs> Man, she got that. Dude, <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it, you know, like it was a really awesome arch in the back from the bridge. I mean, it was dope, beautiful, uh, fi- uh, perfect plex, I would say. Uh, we get a diving missile drop kick during picture to picture, a snap German suplex and bridging German suplex that was also deep for two. But uh, the finish comes where Saray hits that basement missile drop kick, goes for another, but Kai actually counters and hits a basement pump kick when Raquel is actually shown arriving in the parking lot just before Kai manages to hit that corner, corner running Kai kick, I will call it, for the win because you know the she switches so many different finishes. I thought she was going to do the go-to kick. She didn't do it. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe they're trying to protect Saray. Uh, post-match, you see Kai. What, what, what do they used to call that? Because, I mean, I remember she she was winning the May Young Classic with that before. But I don't it, it remember just, it's to... just like a running uh, – I mean, a running – it's like a standing face wash because you know, like the yeah, running face true. wash is like a kind of from a basement, but you know, yeah. it's not in the name. So it's just – I guess like a running, it's like a haluva kick. I don't know almost, why. I but thought she had not, a name for it back when she was doing the whole team kick. Shit, I want to say it's the running Kai kick. That, that's what that's what we'll call it from here on out. <laughs> it's not the TKO. No, no. Oh, oh come on. Oh. Go to kick, man. Uh, post-match, yeah, we do see uh, Saray uh, trying to get herself up in the corner, and Kai sees the opportunity to hit another Kai kick. But Raquel runs down, chases her off, and grabs the mic. She says Dakota Kai will never be her or have her title. Adds if she wanted a chance, all she had to do was ask, and now at TakeOver, she will get her opportunity, but she will tear her apart. Uh, this brings us to one of three vignettes, which I'm just going to go ahead and get out all at the same time. Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell courting on a date. And I will say, Quincy Take a bow. I was just going to say. Pat yourself on the back. Chomper time. I'm sorry. I, I, I called it before y'all, Dirty Heels. I got I to gotta, I gotta call it. And yeah. I had respect to y'all and all that. Yeah. But I said. Yeah. It would be funny, quote. Quote. If they did let them have this little thing, because I can just imagine mm-hmm. them shooting, you know, that house they usually shoot. Exactly they did what you said. Mm-hmm. I could see them opening the door on some, like, bad boys. Like, yo, you here to date Indy? Yeah. Boom! Right? I, I, but it, and it was it was just as satisfyingly entertaining as I knew. I, it was I, I literally, I, honestly, I could have just had this, and I wouldn't have minded the, you know, like they didn't have to play anything else the rest of the night. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind the Italian stuff. It was it was yeah. funny, but I was like, I don't know if you'd be able to hear the, the walkie that. Loud, but, yeah, it was, yeah. That, that's what was kind of funny because they didn't establish like a radio. Type check or anything, but uh, just to go into it, so we see, and, and she had the she had the joints that we use for like security at the yeah yeah. For real. Center. I was like, you but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get into it right now. Indy, uh, she's shown putting on makeup. All the Garganos are, are like sulking over the house they bought for the kids, quote unquote. And if uh, Indy's gonna run away uh, half naked in the wilderness like Austin did, uh, Johnny says they need to make it work for the family. Just as Dexter rings the bell, uh, Johnny answers the door. Loomis is holding a bouquet of flowers, and he's invited in with a stern hello. <laughs> uh, Lorraine tries 
is asking Indy uh, if Indy has protection, uh, while Johnny has a stare down with Loomis in the family room and then asks what his intentions are. Uh, he commands Loomis to take Indy on a nice restaurant or to a nice restaurant, show her a good time, bring her home at 10 p.m. and with no funny business, just as Indy walks in. Uh, she's excited and accepts the roses from uh, Loomis before leaving, and uh, Johnny reveals to Lorraine that he has her location and they opt to kind of follow to keep tabs on her. And uh, like I said, I'm going to just uh, go ahead, go to the next one and knock all this all out. Uh, they're shown eating dinner at an Italian restaurant, and Indy, uh, she kind of orders a ton of apps with a salad. She begins making convo with Loomis, and then she hears a faint radio call of, quote, Rebel Heart to Poison Pixie, uh, which is Johnny calling to Larray. She looks around. I was st- trying to hear what he called him, so I kept hearing yeah. the poison. I was like, yo, this is so funny, man. Uh, oh, man. Indy looks around, spots Larray spying on them from behind of a, a menu at a table nearby, confronts her. She tries to explain, but Johnny inadvertently interrupts again with another radio call, which totally blows the cover. Indy grabs the radio, tells Johnny to leave her alone. She's on a date, and Larray tells him they need to abort the mission as Indy returns to the date and goes, so where were we? You know, as if nothing, you know, at all is going on. And then we get the final part uh, of this uh, segment, which is uh, they're still at the restaurant. Indy tells Loomis, you know, how hilarious he is. Is, which he has not spoken at all and how she could talk to him all night long and we hear a familiar Italian voice I'll say bring a beautiful cake for the beautiful couple uh, the waiter starts to ask why does su- why is she dating such a crazy <laughs> but Indy sees right through the bad disguise. It's Johnny. He insists his name is John Paul, but she doesn't buy it. Rips off his wig and mustache. He gets embarrassed and tries to take the cake home, And uh, but Indy wants to keep it. They fight over it, and of course it gets thrown into Dexter's face. Johnny kind of gets shocked and bails, to be honest with you, and then uh, Indy reminds Loomis that she still has room for dessert, and then kind of like takes her finger to wipe off the cake from his face and licks it. And then they go to kiss each other, but Indy uses her hand to block the camera. It was um, all fun. There was a little bit of in the window. Yeah, a little bit. A little in the wind and trying to get in her window. Uh, no, no. On some stalker stuff. Hey, man. No, absolutely no funny stuff. That was no in the fine No funny print. business. Yeah, man. This takes me to uh, kind of some cool little business here. Hit Row. They're backstage. Uh, they're kind of in the back of a semi-truck <laughs> trailer with a barrel. You did see uh, that he, like almost fire. Had, he almost fucking lit himself on fire, Yeah, yeah, right? a couple times. <laughs> okay, a couple I, times. I was like, yeah, he yanked his arm back real quick. I was like, yo. Man. So Adonis. Good look, though. Great yeah, look. Yeah. Adonis starts it off. He says, it all started when Legado started talking real spicy behind their backs. Fab uh, joins in. They try to let this go, but then they jump Dala and Swerve behind their backs. You know, they keep doing this behind the backs thing. Dala goes, you know, if we pulled up face to face, we'd probably turn your teeth to chiclets, you know. Because, you know, they, they got to say that to the Spanish people. I thought that was kind of like, okay, dude, we get it. Like, this is a hood versus hood thing, I guess. Is that, is that like a, a culture versus culture thing? Like, And, of course, we, that's exactly what gets confirmed because Swerve says, the moment you snatched out my grill, you not only disrespected, disrespected Swerve and Hit Row, but you disrespected our culture. Then uh, we see him unveil this yellow luchador mask, looks at it and says, respect, with a snicker, and then tosses it into the fire to a bunch of jeers from the crowd because I did not think that was the move. I don't know whose idea that was, but that it, was it, – I, I don't want to say it was I blasphemous, but that. I don't know if that was right. Uh, yeah, I they're, would, they're starting to go face, and now you're, they're going backwards a little I bit. I personally would not compare the significance of a grill in our culture no. as the same significance of what a luchador and a lucha mask represents. Yeah. And, and To Mexican me, if he cut Swerve's hair, culture, maybe. Like, man, they're like – like for me, I'm like, it was one of those things where I liked the delivery. Yeah. If they were heels. Yeah. But we don't know. I mean, they could still not be faced, or you know, it's just the way they've been booked. But yeah, I don't know. It was uh, risky. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see where they go. We'll see where they go. Uh, the, because the first one I saw the mask, I'm like, is that Fuego's mask? Yeah, I didn't know whose <laughs> mask that was, but that was another thing I was going to try oh, to look up Oh, that's what I was going to say. I thought maybe he was going to allude to like when he was kill shot back in Lucha Oh, type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe. I was like, that'd be kind of dope, but I doubt it. Like, they'd have to like burn his face and then he has to cover his face. They ain't got face. the juice for the long term storytelling. <laughs> What's his name? Maclo. was like, oh, they should have stabbed him like they did John Cena. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, now we didn't bring that. Was that? that was Carlito and his, yeah, and his fans, back man. In the day with the- <laughs> well, this brings us to an in-ring promo from uh, the number one contender from the NXT UK title, uh, Ilya Dragunov. Uh, says he's a man of little words because where he comes from, words don't mean as much as the pain, struggle, and fighting spirit. So he's put all of the strength into his fists. Says with the fists, he will make the unthinkable happen. At Takeover, history will be made, and an unbeatable kingdom will fall when he and uh, where he ends. I'm sorry, when he uh, tries to end Walter's reign and become the next NXT UK champion. Pete Dunne interrupts and demands a thank you from uh, Ilya as his upcoming title match wouldn't be happening had Dunne not paved the way for NXT UK, which is kind of facts, kind of facts. Says if he stayed in the UK, he would have put Ilya in his place long time ago. No cap, no cap. No, no, no. no but, yeah. A little bit. It, it, yeah. You know. Even before Walter, you know. Yeah, but Dragunov does say Dunne seems to have a lot of big words, kind of going back to his you know original promo uh and to clarify he's not where he is because of done rather because he's given everything he's got to get there uh he plans to make the impossible possible by beating walter which is something done can't change or do uh which he has never beaten walter uh then challenges done to a match later on done calls him mad as he looks and promises Ilya won't make it to take over uh this becomes our main event later on of course uh this brings us to a backstage vignette with l Hey, Knight and uh, Butler Cameron Grimes. Uh, Knight is asked about bailing on Grimes last week, but he interrupts to clarify to McKenzie it was actually Grimes who left him hanging out to dry by losing the match to begin with because he claims uh, that Grimes had the opportunity to clean up the mess he started on the golf course but failed because he is a failure. Uh, he's asked about DiBiase making it a return last week, but Grimes disregards it. No, I won't say Grimes. Uh, actually, Knight disregards it and clarifies that Grimes is not special. He's just a butler and a damn good one. Uh, ends by going to hit his catch but has Grimes finished the line? Whose uh, game is it? LA Knight's game. <laughs> it, it, it's yours, LA. It, it, it's yours. <laughs> Before demanding uh, he draped the million dollar championship on his shoulder on the way out through the curtain. And of course, this leads to a match LA Knight going against uh, Andre Chase, who they did mention was a first round uh, participant in the breakout tournament, though he didn't get a, a long look at It's a, like, why even mention it? Yeah, it, it was kind of tough because. You know, he lost so quickly to Odyssey Jones, which we'll get to him later on. But uh, it's a very short match. Knight, he hits a headlock and a running shoulder block. While Chase, it's a rebound hip toss and a arm drag. But the finish comes where uh, Knight throws Chase throat first into the middle rope. Then hits the uh, BFT for the win. Br- uh, blunt force trauma, of course. Post-match, Grimes hands the yeah, million-dollar title belt to uh, LA Knight. But I was going to say, I did notice that uh, they had Wade call it. They've been trying to call it a little bit, but that was probably the most official way they've done it to like really I mean, brand and, and it, it is like a variation of how he used to do it. he just doesn't do the knee yeah and he exactly. just doesn't close on it and it, it, it's a different way to do it it's like it's basically a snapmare driver yeah he just know? has to get it more fluid yeah like it's i mean it's literally just like yeah a snapmare cutter almost like, yeah it's like a fall forward cutter right like, it's, I guess it's, like, it's like a, it's almost like a, it's like a gravat ddt yeah exactly i remember ricky uh mandel used to do kind of a uh a, a, a version of that but it was like a oh, inverted yeah. like a uh 
neck yeah, breaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it was the neck breaker version of that. Yeah. Damn. For, for all our uh, LU fans out there. Hey, <laughs> but uh, post-match, yeah, L, uh, after he gets the million-dollar title, L.A. demands he gets the uh, shoe shine. And when DiBiase interrupts and walks to the ring, he says everything has gone too far, tells Grimes he should be doing a lot more, while Knight disagrees and says Grimes is born to be a butler. Uh, DiBiase tells Grimes he believes in him like these people do to much fanfare, while Knight cuts him off and uh, says you know he needs to head to the back or get punched in the mouth again. DiBiase tells Knight to shut his mouth, then tells Grimes the, he should be a champion and follow his heart before insisting Knight should put the million-dollar title on the line once again. He does refuse at first as he has beaten uh, L.A. Grimes twice already, but then he opts for a third match LA at Grimes. TakeOver. L.A. Grimes, I'm sorry. Uh, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> when he said it, I was like, who the hell is L.A. Grimes? I'm like, that sounded right, but it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when he, I'm sorry, when he beat... Uh, Cameron Grimes twice already, but he does opt for a third match at TakeOver when he comes up with a stipulation that DiBiase would become his uh, butler instead when Grimes loses this time around. DiBiase says he's a gambling man with a lot of money and will gladly put it all on Cameron Grimes and tells Knight he is on, and uh, this becomes official later on the night for uh, TakeOver 36, I believe. So Yeah, I just felt bad because I felt like he got lost a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with the promo. Yeah, it seemed like they were um, trying to help him out there a little bit. Yeah, without, I mean, they couldn't Off do mic. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> man, he delivered that. Sh- Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, is there someone quieter than Jake the Snake up in yeah, this yeah, bitch? I was, I was, I was like, like, is this Jake? But, but they, like, they, they, they totally popped for that shit. I don't know why. That shit yeah, was funny. But. Up. Uh, next was kind of uh, curious. We get a vignette from Gigi Dolan. And I will be uh, honest. Like, I've been curious how they were going to use her when she got signed. Yeah, her uh, she's another dope. name that, yeah, seriously. She's another name that I get worried about when I look at releases coming up. Because, you know, sometimes they like to cut off the people that they haven't even used yet before they even get their feet wet. So, um, But we've also been seeing her doing this thing you know sort of doing these secret meetings with mandy rose and 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 uh jc jane i believe is her name so it was curious to see how serious this was going to form if it was at all uh we see Gigi. she's shown kind of handling different types of roses as she says there are people who are just surviving who don't come home every night driving themselves insane like she does because she is actually never satisfied she name drops eo shirai ember moon raquel gonzalez and dakota kai then says unlike them this isn't just a job or a nine to five it's everything to us uh she ends by saying this is not just about surviving it's about taking notice and running through every top woman in this division and i'm not doing it alone uh which is very that's curious. what i was about to ask i was like when she said us i'm like what wait was she not solo when she said this and i was like Oh, okay. Yeah, in, in the vignette, she was solo, but it, it was curious by the wording. Yeah. But uh, we kind of get an answer to this as the next match is uh, Amari Miller uh, going on against Gigi Dolan, who's uh, flanked by J.C. Jane. Uh, Gigi slams Miller's arm at some point across the apron and stomps it. Uh, and then we see kind of like a uh, barrage of short arm, forearm smashes, kind of like bull hammers, but right into the ropes. You know, of course, like, uh, you know how... Um, What's the name? Val Venus used to do that whip uh, into the ropes and hit him with that uh, that uh, knee. The Russian? The mid- yeah, it's in the midsection and then hit that Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like that. Uh, okay. uh, Miller, uh, you know, for her uh, time in the ring, she did get a running forearm smash and a kind of a short arm neck breaker. But the finish comes out of nowhere where Gigi hits what Wade calls an abdominal stretch bomb for the win. It kind of reminded me of like uh, Paige's page turner you see, know i was gonna it, say it, it looks like from looked, an abdominal stretch position see i thought it looked, it looked like a like the way page would do the the rampage mm-hmm. but the way but it was almost like a schoolboy. like she did the schoolboy so quick she just like bombed her yeah i think that's where the bomb part comes from yeah, yeah it, 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 but it was real interesting because it almost looked like it was like a baby 
Like a baby version of a Saito. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, man. It really was. Uh, uh, and she celebrates the win uh, with JC. And then uh, later on, there actually was a tweet, I guess, that Mandy put out. Something about, oh, it looks like that advice, you know, uh, came in handy. or You know, it was like one of those things they were trying to keep putting over the fact that, you know, she's like somehow mentoring these girls. But, I, I guess but she had to go extent. back down to NXT. To mentor somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of okay. weird. I mean, it, it seems like she's turned heel. In it's, the like, it's, not totally, my... it's not totally out of the question. Yeah. And uh, so the next segment, I'm going to try to just kind of blow past some bullet points. Uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This face was good. Face. And I'm just going to say everything they adver- advertised for this week, they blew their load like within the first hour almost. Yeah, so It was kind of weird. Yeah. So uh, Regal's in the ring surrounded by security guards and invites both men to the ring to begin uh, proceedings. Regal explains their match will be a two out of three falls match, which I kind of knew this was going to happen, with each man able to pick their own stipulation and Regal choosing the final stipulation if the match goes that far. Kyle goes first, chooses a straight-up pinfall or submission match as the first fall. Why so, did he get to choose first? I don't – I guess because he beat him first. But he didn't, technically, I on thought record. He, yeah, yeah, true, but I don't know, man. You know what I mean? That's what I was trying to figure out. But yeah, I, especially I, like why reward him with the first pick after he just dropped him on his head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird too. I didn't feel like there was a lot of disciplinary action going on. You know what I mean? So, but um, we see Cole. He tells Cole like he's such a narcissist that he thinks a loss in a regular match would shatter him more than a steel chair ever would. And right there, I go. So Kyle is going to disqualify himself by cracking Cole in the head with a chair. First fall, I'm calling it. I don't know if he's going to win the whole match, but that's just my prediction, I got to say. Uh, Cole then continues uh, his You're Predictable, I'm Better Than You in Every Way promo he's been cutting for weeks. Uh, He kind of tells Kyle his unsanctioned win doesn't even count before choosing a street fight as a second fall. Uh, He tells Kyle not to even worry about Regal's uh, stipulation as that match will never get that far anyways, which I like how he said that. Vows to beat him two falls to zero. Uh, Kyle tells Cole he's taught him everything and is willing to do anything to put Cole down for good because now he doesn't give a damn and he's the most dangerous man Cole will ever be in the ring with. Cole says he's been teaching Kyle for 13 years and he's been kind of riding on his coattails the whole time. Reiterates Kyle will never be him as he is the greatest NXT superstar in brand history, which arguably is true. Uh, and Kyle is just a footnote in his career, which he's kind of coined that already with, uh, you know, a couple promos, you know what I mean? With, uh, it's a cliff note in my career. Yeah, you know. Cole uh, tells Kyle he's nothing. I think he actually cut that on Bronson Reed. Like yeah, probably. Before. But Cole tells Kyle he's nothing and then eggs him on to fight before security kind of separates them and Regal reveals a steel cage will be the final fall. So what do you think about this? The presentation was cool. For me, um, the whole presentation of having to stay okay. I'm like, I already smelled that from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not anybody's fault or anybody's delivery. Like I said, I'm I'm watching it a little bit diluted because I'm not really taking everything as canon or so substantial because, A, I don't know where the fuck Adam Cole's going. And then, B, there's all this other shit going on with NXT, right? True. I'm just kind of trying to focus on how they're going to get to this this show, which I'm, you know, and I don't want to say it's their last show, but I don't know if they're going to be on a pay per view basis anymore with the way that it seems like this new initiative's going out. So yeah, uh, but take all that out. I like, like I said, the delivery of both men. Um, it didn't look corny when they try to, you know, fight each other. Yeah. But one of the things that is funny, even though it was a standard Adam Cole promo, there was that security guard riding back of Regal, who was staring a hole at how I was enamored. Watching Adam Cole work. 
Mm-hmm. And you saw him trying not to be like, yo, this fool's fucking on. Yeah. Because then, you know, he said something about Kyle, and he looks at Kyle, and I'm like, dude, you're totally selling this promo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're, like, you're just... reacting too much for, as the security guard. I, I get you. That's pretty funny. I mean, I will say this, though. I didn't I didn't mind it at all, either. It just made me think. I don't know if I want to watch this... a two out of three falls match. Like... Well, I mean, because I felt like it was predictable. Because they did the thing. They did that with the Gargano thing. They did it, yeah. you know. Uh, I think they did it with Gargano and Ciampa. You know what I'm saying? So this tends to become like, you know, the, basically the three stages of hell. That's where I was. And, that's where I'm and, going. And I do. like, and I, I don't, I always like that match, but I just call it what it is. A, use it for blood feuds. B, um, you know, because Facts. like it kind of gets an excuse with the Gargano Adam Cole thing because they had to crown a new champ. You know what I mean? So they yeah. need to get creative, and it was cool. I think for that specific frame of storyline, but yeah, it should stick to blood feuds like Champa Gargano out of mind. This I get what they're trying to do. It's just it makes me wonder. Like I said, if if he the reason he for him to mention that steel chair shattered like a steel chair is just like it's not the shield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, true. Unless he was trying to allude to oh when I blasted you with the chair last week. But it's not like he shattered that guy, you know what I mean? So, under my prediction, I feel I, I, like I was thinking he was talking about when he attacked him with the chair in that uh, when he when he first came back and he hit everybody with the fucking chair. Oh, that's true too. But I mean, that's a long ass time to not be specific about which fucking time you're talking. You yeah, know what I mean? very like, true. I mean, it makes me think. Under my prediction, I'll say this: if he does get that DQ, like with the chair, that's not Cole beating him as much as it's Kyle beating himself. And if you take that away, then there's two falls left. So it's like Cole already has a win over Kyle. Kyle's doesn't ma- doesn't you know doesn't mean anything because it was unsanctioned. So is that why really it's the, it'll be two out of three to try to make so up so that for Kyle the, can get two over yeah, over his one or yeah whatever. you know to catch up is what I want. It's so weird, yeah because I mean like the only time it was successful for me personally is when Brock did that shit and he beat the shoes at a Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking, yeah. Just beat the shit out of him and won that uh, Iron Man match. Yeah, I think. he did. But uh, anyways, man. Yeah. This takes me to a backstage promo from uh, Tommaso Ciampa. This is good. This is really and, uh, good. And Toothless Timmy. Uh, they basically talk about, um, what's it called? Uh, All due respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to get there for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dunn and Oni. That's what it was. Because, uh, you know, they had the match uh, You know where Ridge returned. They say, uh, you know, you guys want to be revered as the baddest men at NXT. But when push came to shove to prove that fact, they needed help and enter Ridge Holland. Uh, Ciampa does commend Ridge's potential, but says Ridge is not Thatcher or Ciampa as they are two men. You're not who that have- guy, pal. <laughs> yeah, who have traveled the world perfecting their craft, who chose this industry. Uh, says he and Champa, or not he and Champa, he and Thatcher define uh, all that is good, just, and pure about the industry before trying to call out Ridge. Um, oh, he, he, he basically calls him Hellboy, which I thought was really funny. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> and he invites him to a party. Uh, he tries to call him out for a match, but Thatcher interrupts him and says, Please, sir, <laughs> with all due respect, Rich Harlan versus Timothy Thatcher. Class is in session. And then uh, Champa goes ahead and uh, does his usual just, and throws his chair just into hikes, the door. Just totally hikes the fucking... He's like, I wanted the match. It's like, it was to be me. And then, of course, he goes... Like, he threw that shit behind him. Like, he he thought someone was finna catch that chair. Yeah, sure for sure. Uh, then we get a... Uh, I loved it, though. I mean, it's, I think... I, I hope ahead. that, again, they're not going to be... We're questioning what's going to happen with these guys. Because they're... You know, you got Champa. Yeah, he's short. Yeah, and over thirty. 
but look what he's done to help establish his shit. But what is that discount? Is that count for nothing? Is that discounted? Yeah. Thatcher, taller, 100%. Yeah. But still grizzled vet. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I, I like what him. Journeyman. It, like, if, dude, if they, I wouldn't mind if him and, if Ciampa and him got released and they wanted to do some shit on the indies as a tag team, I think that would be dope. Well, I wonder if they'll go up as a tag team because That'd I be feel like too. that that would be beneficial they for the tag division. They do need more teams. They need yeah. more, yeah. And they're just, they do stand out in that regard, so. But uh, speaking Two of tag, tag teams, teams. I was just about to say that because yeah. I, I remember this vignette was up, yeah. Yeah, man. So, we, we get That's a response right. to the. To the vignette, uh, the Imperium cut, where you know there was that whole they cut into their feed when and they were coming Mackenzie with reveal, MSK. Yeah, they're about to reveal for. the whole the secret everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, so uh, Imperium promo is played from that, where you know we see Marcel say they're there to preserve the purity of all sport by any means necessary. But uh, MSK interrupt. Uh, you know they get into their transmission. They try their best to mock the Imperium. Uh, you know like usual promo but they break into laughter they kind of reset and they say they you know basically heard imperium call uh their title reign meaningless uh west says they are the iv drip injected into the tag division to bring it back to life and uh and then basically tell imperium if they want a shot to come get it because they are fighting champions uh the video feed then interrupts again with the msk spray painting graphic that is less than movie quality i must say (laughs) I was like thinking, I'm like, okay, DX. Yeah, it was like, like, I mean, obviously you guys are paying homage with the X-Pac like trunks, you know. Yeah, that's cutting it close. Yeah, because then you got it in two colors, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, But uh, this brings us to a uh, semi-final, semi I should say semi, semi, uh, semi-final like breakout from, tournament. Coming to America? Match. Yeah, exactly. Semi. Well, that was like semi. Uh, and it was Odyssey Jones, 6'5", 405 pounds, going against the 5'10", 180-pound Trey Baxter. Uh, we this see was, a, what, like, a, like not even an eight-minute match, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like I don't, five man. minutes, maybe? It's just not what I want to see from this tournament, man. Uh, I will say that. You know, like, I, it's, I don't know. I'd we, be kind of nervous being in this tournament, to be honest, with all this other shit going on. Yeah, definitely. It's like, if I lose, like, like I'll be honest, Andre Chase, I'm worried for you, bro. Like, you're not getting a lot of offense and a chance to show it's anything. It's Harlem, baby. It's Harlem. Man, it's just cutthroat right now. I mean, can you yeah, imagine the morale if they're talking about cuts are going to be always a recurring thing? That's like, what I'm saying. Man. Like, so it's like, how do I operate to my full potential if I don't even have this frame of mind of yeah. oh, knowing you know, there's some job security at least, just a little bit? Yeah. Uh, but this match, like you're right, it wasn't much. Uh, Jones, he had a huge tossing back suplex. You know, because that's the thing. This match has been a lot of big man, little man. And it's yeah. been tons of rounds of that. And that's what we got. You that's know? what I was saying. Yeah. He also gets a, a press slam from the corner. And uh, we see him hit that running avalanche in the corner as well. Uh, Baxter, for his money, he does get a kind of a 619, I will say, to Jones's leg. Because he's trying to chop down the big red Yeah, board. he did like a little yeah, a little slingshot leg trip. I was going to say a little yeah. basement. I just called it a slingshot basement drop kick. Nice. Well, yeah, to yeah. the leg. Uh, we do see a basement G- uh, DDT, a la The Miz as well. Uh also, that kind of—I mean, it's a lot of basement because he's so small. It's spinning roundhouse kick that he took right to the mush that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's just chopping um, him down. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Jones does hit that uh, back suplex Uranagi slam for the win, and then moves on to the finals. He does get a kind of like a post-match interview. I didn't think it was necessary. I, I didn't only even know if they told him it was going to happen, but he just said, "Mama, I made it." Kind of, you know, which I'm not mad at. You know what I mean? But I it just oh, seemed like they were he made killing it to time. the finals. So. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, he he does advance to the final. Uh, we get a backstage segment with a uh, William. 
Regal as Mackenzie arrives to his office to see Kushida and Bivens. Uh, well, Kushida's walking out. Bivens is handing out business cards to the security. And then uh, he tells her, oh, <laughs> I'm good. sure That's William good. Regal has some breaking news for you. <laughs> and he walks away. Uh, Regal walks out and meets with Mackenzie. tells her, next week, MSK will defend their titles versus Imperium and Imperium. And uh, Kushida will defend his Cruiserweight title after a very convincing conversation from Malcolm Bivens against Diamond Mines, Roger strong which again i don't know why these things are happening off the card uh for a takeover because these would make you would think if it's gonna be the last one <laughs> you know i mean who well, knows and like i mean a 36 ain't a bad number to go on either so yeah. i mean but you know what's crazy it's like why wouldn't they have that on takeover like people would love to see that match. yeah like, man uh, we got two matches in one seg or not seg a vignette really but uh two for Boa. one Oh, yeah. Boa from Tian Shaw, flanked by Mei Ying. There is no Xia Li here, so it made me a little nervous. I wonder if she's, you know. Still recovering? Yeah, because I still never got, like, the full injury report, you know, how bad it was. Was she just knocked out? She's cake. She cake. Was it a rib? Or whatever, you know. But, uh, yeah, he is actually flanked by Mei Ying to the ring this time. You know, I loved how the commentary had to try to put over, did you hear the gathered gasp as she got up from her chair? And it's like, no one, no one did. You couldn't hear that over the music. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Like yeah, like oh, like it wasn't like a hush. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, like the that. New Japan crowd, or like a murmur. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do see from uh, he goes against Drake Maverick. Uh, Drake for his money gets a Hurricane Rana back to back basement drop kicks and a diving cannonball plancha, which I've seen him hit uh, a handful of times when he's doing the two hundred five live stuff. Boa he gets a throat thrust, a rebound palm strike to the chest of Drake, which was kind of kind of cool. It was kind of like some Street Fighter shit. Uh, he does have this knuckle lock that he uh, you know grabs onto Drake's hand and. And hits like several kind of short arm kicks and attacks. But uh, the finish comes where Drake attempts to re-enter the ring, but Mei Ying spins him around and spits mist or smoke. I don't know which one it was in his face behind the rest uh, back. He walks right into a roundhouse kick to the back of the neck from Boa for the win. Nothing really special here. You know, I, I, it just seems like they're trying to see that's be like why, we still we still here though. That's why Florida is still getting cases. They they spitting in people's faces. Yeah, this they, is oh, hey, hey, bars. That was a bar. Ridiculous. Man. We get this carrying uh, cross for Samoa Joe vignette. Carrying uh, cross starts off saying he's had a lot to say for a very long time. There are those who would have never stepped in the ring with him had they knew his true intentions. But everything needed to fall into place, and the time is now. Says he's not going to enjoy or not going to deny he enjoys hurting people, but uh, he is someone that. Uh, so, or he's someone who needs to cause the suffering and chaos, and that's or somebody needed to cause the suffering and chaos, and that someone had to be him. Sorry, I'm trying to reread my notes over here. Uh, Joe, in turn, says a lot of people asked after his injury, why is he coming back? As uh, coming back seems to be reserved for those who think they're done almost, but to him, it's about rebuilding the machine. Uh, Crosston says Joe returned to NXT as if he was Superman, but points out the real Joe is very similar to him as they both like to hurt people. Uh, Joe says comparing him to Cross is like comparing a house fire to a hurricane. Cross is a dangerous individual, and I'm that, but much, much more, he says. Uh, Cross resents... So, yeah, I was going to say, which one is he? Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, Cross resents Joe pretending he wants change. He wants to change things in NXT, I should say, uh, when he believes Joe just wants to control things and knew what he was all about when they first locked eyes and that he's just another opportunist. Uh, Joe says it's not about the championship. He wants to fuck him up, as they blank that out. I'll really like that. Uh, he vows to put Cross to sleep, while Cross says change occurs by any means necessary, and when Joe goes out cold, so will the past of NXT. I thought that was telling. The way he said that, mm. like I ain't gonna lie, 
I mean, if we do get this Finn uh, Roman thing going and he needs backup, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if they like had Samoa Joe come in and help him. Yeah, that would be kind of tight. I wouldn't be mad at that. I at mean, all. especially new Finn. Yeah, seriously. And, like, fucking Samoa's like, where you been? <laughs> I was stuck behind that stupid ass table. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But they night, might, night, they they savaged me, bro. <laughs> they, they just put me back. Oh, fan. Uh, we get a, a match announcement. MSK again defending tag titles against Imperium. Kushida yep. defending his Cruiserweight title against Roddy Strong of the Diamond Mine. Yeep. And a face-to-face schedule between Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. Why? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's to go home. Yeah. Okay, that's true. So, uh, right now we have the uh, main event. Pete Dunne going against Ilya Dragunov. It's very interesting uh, where this goes because Pete Dunne, if you guys haven't heard, his contract's also expected to expire soon. And, like... He, oh, he like yeah. like if he let does not resign, he can just show up anywhere. You know, and, what then, I mean? and then he'll show up with a shrug. It'd be yeah, awesome, exactly. Huh. So, and it's being said. I think the thirty first is the soonest he could show up somewhere on August or uh, of, of this month. So, Sheesh. yeah, that's a couple days, well, five days before all out. Just saying, I don't know if he will, but who knows? You know, because. I don't know what else he can do in NXT if he's not going to chase the title. And if he, they haven't had him go against Cross straight up, and Cross is clearly not once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like not not one on one, no. But uh, anyway, uh, Pete Dunne going against Ilya Dragunov, number one contender to the NXT UK title. Um, you know, I know how I would have booked this, but this is very very curious. Yeah, Dunne on his side, very uh, curious. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Hit, hits a rebound flying knee smash. Uh, we see uh, him counter a high diving attack with a stiff arm smash. Uh, we of course joint manipulation. One point we see him lock in a triangle hold. Uh, we see that double hand stomp roundhouse combo he likes to do. Uh, we also see that nasty jumping arm stomp he does in a basement form smash that was just very just flush. I gotta say, Dragonoff. Uh, I will say I don't watch anything outside of the last match he. Had had with uh Volter, which I was impressed. But we see like this matrix bridge counter uh to a Lariat, then he hits a jumping Inzaguri, a gut wrench suplex. Uh we see him do a diving knee drop from the mid rope. Way to bury Kyle's finish, dog. Um, <laughs> we see him do uh what I can only they call it the Constantine special. It's like a six one nine clothesline. You know, uh, it's like his version of like the Kyle clothesline or Dean's Ambrose clothesline, but he Instead, does these like six one nine motion and lands on his feet and just mm. hits it basically. So, uh, but yeah, he hits that a hesitation release uh, exploder suplex, which is very impressive because the way he was able to hold him up in the air like that. Uh, we see a grounded jumping senton. Uh, he counters a triangle hold into a deadlift power bomb with a high stack pin for two. Goes for another Constantine special, but can't due to his injured arm. Uh, but does manage a bridging teardrop suplex for a near fall and uh, hits a nice diving senton splash, kind of similar to what uh, Akira. Tazawa used to do. We see the finish where Dragunov sets up for his finish, but we hear Walter's music hit, and he enters down the ramp to watch. Dunn attempts to bid her in from behind, but Ilya actually uh, counters with a jumping toe kick, is the best way I could say. It looks like some straight karate kid shit. Hi-ya! And he goes for his, to- uh, I guess that torpedo th- finish is the best thing I could call it. I'm not too sure what he calls it, but he eats a forearm smash instead, and a bitter end from Dunn to give him the win. Shocking. Uh, yeah, it was just like, oh, so that, you're Okay, that doesn't make sense. I'm not, I thought maybe who who has a match on the card? Oh, he, but he doesn't. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. It just made me think like, well, it makes In sense that you of, would have him go after the longest reigning, the current longest reigning NXT UK champion by beating the last longest reigning NXT UK champion in the main event. That's what I thought. Yeah, was, I mean, was, you know what I mean. But maybe because he's putting so much gas on the I'm the baddest man. But it's like, 
Where was Oni at? He wasn't here this week. You know what I'm saying? Where was Ridge at? He wasn't here this week. Ridge like, Ridge was at the Ridge, man. I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, why didn't they just run in? Why did Walter have to be involved? You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, my, my problem with this is it's not like Walter's going to come out next week and have a, a match. No. Is he? I, I don't know. I mean, it's part of the TakeOver card, so he's got to be in you know, in town. I mean, I, I figured, I mean, because he, he showed up before during the Imperium thing. Yeah. So I, I figured he, he must have been in town since then, maybe, possibly. I don't know. It's just weird because you would think, like, Dragunov looks like he's going to be the one to take the strap, you know? Yeah. And you would think, like, with his, you give him the, the, the stick for the first time on NXT U, US, <laughs> you know what I mean? He books himself in a match, then it gets made official later on. You know what I mean? And it's like, and not only that, it's a main event in his debut. Yeah. And then he doesn't win. And it's like kind of like, I don't want to say, like, I don't know, man. It just seemed like a weird way to end it, you know, because 100%. it just didn't seem like Volter walking right. out was really a, a factor at all. Because at first he was, but he still countered that. And then he went for that torpedo shit and ate a fucking forearm. You know what I mean? So that had nothing to do with Volter. And anyway, it just didn't make sense. Uh, why not? I don't know. Maybe he should have went against Oni or Ridge or somebody. Like, that would have put him over. But post-match, Dunn shrugs at Valter in the ring and then leaves before Valter begins pummeling Ilya. Uh, Valter begins to dominate when Dragunov turns it around and hits that torpedo finish. We talked about to send a champ to the floor. And then he raises the UK belt in optimistic triumph to end the show. And that was NXT. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. That's all I can say, man. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's like it's like you said. It's kind of weird watching because it feels like are you yeah. just watching someone? Or it's like that that uh, that comparison of watching a car crash that you know or a train crash that's about to happen and, and you know there's nothing you, just, you can do. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. Like for me, all I can say is strange things are afoot at the NXT. Yeah, at the PC. Yeah, strange things are it's afoot, just, Bill. It's I mean uh, Ted uh, Esquire. Oh, yeah, Logan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just the most non non heinous. Yeah, um, I'm just mad that we're getting these two nice money matches next week. Well, I want to see. Oh, I don't know if I, how bad I want to see MSK Imperium. It hasn't like really heated up, but definitely yeah. Roddy and Kushida. It's like I don't know. They've been taking time telling that whole thing with Roddy like returning and that match and all that shit, and then it's weird now because Rust is gone. You know what I mean? So yeah, they, like, they they yanked him off. Pause. That's just insane. Like, immediately, to me. yeah. They, they, he was he's. I mean, just not to have anything to say. Like especially like Bivens, he's the reason why you had anything to do. Yeah, man. So I don't know. It's weird, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I dare say the best thing on this this week was the damn date. And 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 maybe the Dakota Kai match was not bad. It was a nice aggressive match, but. I mean, at least we didn't get a uh, Io Shirai and and um yeah you're right uh, and Zoe this Zoe week. again this week and and the, I did appreciate the hit row promo I did like the vignette yeah you know for, what and, and the face to face for Adam Cole a hot and take Kyle. like hit row versus Imperium right yeah and it'll be cool runnings like you know they're 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 the Jamaican bobsled team yeah you got Fabian and then Dalla and then you got right you know then you then you got hey Jamaica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Swiss. Well, who else? I actually not because they only got three of them now, huh? Yeah, they do. Shit. So I guess uh, maybe it's Volta versus Dalu. Shit. Shit. That'd be actually kind of 
I mean, mm-hmm. he had just who knows. We just gotta get. He him ain't so hitting much. that back roll uh, elbow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. One. And then unless they get all of a sudden Odyssey Jones, nah, <laughs> we're good. Man. But uh, we're gonna go into a quick break, man. Then we'll be right back, of course, with Dynamite, and then. Um, yes, sir. I guess next week we'll have some coverage on Rampage. I mean, this is uh, and predictions probably. Yeah, I mean, this is well. I mean, the debut yeah goes down <laughs> the day this drops, so it's mm-hmm. going to be really kind of exhausting keeping up with the 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 Jones the, the kayfabe Joneses, if you will. Yeah, word. But uh, we'll be right back, man. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Quincy Jones Go, and let me introduce to you The Quincy Jones Show, a weekly podcast hosted by myself, my twin brother Doc Lesnar, and the third man to our twin WO, Mark McFly, where we discuss all things professional wrestling, from revisiting classic days in pro wrestling history. I just got the chills right now just thinking about it, because you just remember that. You know what I mean? And I'm rem- I mean, you remember, we were in Jamaica, my dude, when Scott Hall showed up and Kevin Nash showed up. And- Giving our hot takes on the hottest headlines in pro wrestling. Uh, a lot of reaction within the IWC. It's, it's uh, mainstream right now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely crossed over. I mean. To interviewing some of the best in the industry. Anything that you try to pitch that you can share with us? There's two things. When I was three, I pitched tag teaming with Velveteen Dream. Uh, when I came back. And a little bit of armchair booking we call How to Get Over. The question I asked was, who would you guys have joined Dark Order to replace those guys where Mark instantly said the Ascension? And that's what really got the, the whole thing cracking because we, Brody needs better soldiers, right? We also do commentary for live shows, review pay-per-views, and we break down the Wednesday Night War so that you don't have to. So whether you're a new fan, a lapsed fan, a current fan, or just trying to figure out why the hell your boyfriend still watches this crap, then this is the show for you. So check us out every Friday on True 100 Radio. Go. What's going on, guys? This is Leo Rush, the fastest rising star in professional wrestling today. And you are now listening to the Quincy Jones Show with Quincy Jones and the hip-hop hybrid legend, Doc Lesnar. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. Yep. I got to get I'm going to get a car alarm. and just, yep, yep. Yep, uh, what's going on, y'all? Uh, we are back, yeah, of man. course. You know what I mean? Uh, doing what we do best. and uh, Things are shaking up, Joe. But you know what? Uh, we did have some news earlier. They, yeah. Um, I know Doc had a, had a correction uh, to address. <laughs> I mean, the way of the world of wrestling is crazy uh, right now, but uh, uh, we, we, we were just talking about the Adam Cole situation. Yeah. And then... Ah, yeah, this teeter-totter, I mean, the seesaw of news we're talking about. So uh, I kind of, I guess now there's been news uh, from ringside news, uh, which kind of contradicts the news I brought up earlier, which was the feeling was that both uh, creative teams at Raw and SmackDown alike were drafting up some pitches for Cole if and when he were to sign to the main roster. Which still could be the case, but we just don't know if they're anything good. Yes, but it's being (laughs) said by ringside news, courtesy of their inside source, is that there is no motivational push there for Cole to sign as they see it as 
it's quote a lot of money basically being thrown at him for a role that no one will believe and like, quote that the you, fans should not uh, give basically should not give their hopes up. And you say a role that you're talking about, like a character on the main roster. That, that's that's that, the only thing I could assume they mean, because I, I mean I don't think he's done enough on Vince's radar to be considered like a backstage anything agent, whatever, or you know, crazy. I don't know. Like, but to me to say, because you know, to lead it with you know the fans won't believe it. You know, what I mean, like, you know, or the fans or shouldn't give their hopes up. You know the. Because we all know how Cole should be probably showcased. You know what and, I mean? and, I mean, if they're saying that, obviously, based on history that, that repeats itself uh, every couple of call-ups, of course, you know, the fans are more than hopeful because we've been more hopeful of him staying in, in uh, NXT in fear of what might happen. So now it's yeah. like, you know, if that's what is what the case is, you know, uh, per ringside, yeah, the quote is, then, there's just money being thrown his way for a role most people won't believe. I mean, Which, it's, uh, that, it's that, that's really telling it, you a it, lot right there. Not right? really. I mean, I was just going to say that it's really up to him on what he wants to do. Betty Chu. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. regardless of what we want for him, like, maybe it's worth it for him. Maybe it's not. I mean, who knows? I mean... I mean, who knows if the million dollar offer is? I mean, I, I Ringside has also said that no offer has actually been given on the table yet. That there's still just in talks. But I mean, and I know this is kind of overshadowing the Pete Dunn thing too, which we brought up, uh, you know, of sorts because he's just as talented as well. But you know, I don't know, I mean, man. This, this is crazy really, right now. He, I mean, he we ain't got to worry about him because he just got to win. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, you good? Yeah, you right. I mean, so you know, but <clears throat> he's not on the pape though. But in, in terms of. Uh, you know, because you were talking about, you know, before the fact that Cole had the the meeting with McMahon the mm-hmm. uh, same day that they had the 13 releases and all that yep. stuff, including obviously one of his stable mates, uh, our former. Yeah. I mean, K-Fabit brother. What happened, Adam? Uh, with, with, with Bobby Fish. But so I got a little bit more information behind these releases, and it kind of gives a little bit more context into... I guess otherwise the logic or motivation behind it. Uh, behind the madness. So check this out. Mm-hmm. I'll try. Nick Cannon, uh, or, or Nick Khan, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick Cannon, no, not you. No. Get out of it. He's the other guy making headlines for saying no, 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 yep. no, not you, not you. <laughs> uh, Nick Khan, um, he has been tasked with uh, pretty much uh, overlooking all the uh you know the expenditures and and of everything going on with uh, certain parts of WWE which includes he was looking through how much money NXT is burning yeah. on a yearly basis and I did hear about that, uh, a little bit of this this was uh came to be like 112 million that that that, that they're using in production costs a year you know it what I mean it just doesn't make sense cuz they're not the I mean, they I, were. They, is it, it with, with touring included? I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't okay. tell you. But let, let me finish. Okay. So he saw that it was 112 million. Again, this is Nick Khan on this new crusade he's been on. Obviously. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, he wanted to take the 112 and turn it to 70. Oof. So these releases that you've been seeing NXT and you know a little bit of the main roster, they're trying to accomplish a 42 million dollar. Budget. You know what I mean, or you know, trying to release because forty-two million from the one twelve is the seventy million that they're looking for. Gotcha. But they're like, uh, you know, do you think that they've even reached the forty-two million mark yet? You know what I mean. So it's like, Ooh. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, and on the other side with the the releases, 
this is where I say the logic or otherwise the method to the madness or whatever you want to call it. One thing we always talk about on Flow Show, because things get heated, but we're like, you know, at the end of the day, business is business, mm-hmm. and that's what they are, you know? Um, however, some of these talents that they had on contract and still on contract, not all of them have this, but some of them have guaranteed appearances in their mm-hmm. contract. Okay. Or else, meaning you have to make a certain number of shows per year. For most people, it's 120 in a regular 365 well, yeah. not 365, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're their calendar year. Yeah. Um, but because there was, you know, 2020 made it basically no, legal yeah. in a sense because what they did was, well, all you guys technically breached contract, but we wow. still kept you because you guys worked less than the yeah required dates. You know what I mean? And I'm and, sure and some then, of that would have been live events, too. So. Possibly, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why some people, you know, even though it's like a double take, it's like they kind of still are able to reserve the right to release people based on the fact that they breached contract, technically. That sounds like Khan had somebody go through the contracts and, like, just make a list of loopholes. Just, like, comb comb through everything. Yeah. But, yeah, that, uh, like I said, I just wanted to put that little insight there because, like I said, for... I mean, you know, we don't like to get too much into business side, but, you know, obviously, like I said, there's a lot of... uh, blurry lines there we didn't have a whole lot of context but i'm Man. hoping this brings a little bit more to that either way it still sucks yeah oh yeah but you can see the business uh behind it i mean you know what i mean even so, the perspective of you saying 42 million i mean we were just talking about if 1 million was the offer that you know supposedly uh again that's just a rumor from an unblue checked twitter account you know that was given you know offered to cole despite all these releases happening it's like the thing they said is that's easily 10 times more what he's making now. So right there, that's 100 grand, right? Yeah. So not everyone's Adam Cole, but say 100 grand. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, they released 13 people. So, you know, like, I just, I feel you. Like, they, Well, they see, still- the idea, too, is that maybe some people that they that they did release are they're waiting so that they could resign them for... Uh, Oh, small, smaller mm. amount of contracts, or because they're saying even now this is looking like a broadcast of like, or I should say a forecast of how things may be going towards the future with wrestling contracts. Like they're probably not going to be no more like three to five co- year contracts anymore. It's probably just going to be like a one to three year. That's just great. Short term type of thing. Right you know now, I, mean? I I just did the like the the Friday releases. That was just one point three mil. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, but but but, but question, that, that's based on if everybody gets paid the same. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? so exactly. That's I right. doubt everybody's oh. getting paid so the same probably, as, as as Adam Cole. So it's probably even less than that. Like Leon Ruff is not getting paid hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so basically, well, like just like you said, it's a drop in a bucket to that forty-two. That, exactly. That, so yeah, it's like so it's, it's like scary. they're shipping there away. Def- yeah. You def- know what but mean? it makes me wonder. When did he start this though? Do you know? Is it no, recent I, I, that, or is it from the beginning th- of the year? That I do not know. I mean, I would I would probably think like towards the first quarter of earnings because they wanted yeah, to try to because since WrestleMania but, alone, they had to be almost there, right? I, I don't know, almost. I mean, because you think about, I mean, they did make some money at, at Mania because they had people, but I don't know what they even did. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as like numbers at the gate, none of that. Well, shit, I just mean but, like since just the people that have been released since then. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Because they, they've been kind of doing left yeah. and right, and I, and that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's been what the motivation is behind them since then or that was just you know they usually yeah. have the regular spring cleaning like we said yeah so there's that but then like i said we've seen a lot and a lot it's in the crazy. nxt department too you know what yeah. i mean so it's a lot to think about man but i yeah. mean yeah it, it's just one of those things where it's like again maybe 
you know, that we're getting trolled here, and it's like Braun is going to be, you know, it's just it was too much money they were paying him. Yeah, per year collectively, they couldn't justify. So they it. had it's the a Brett situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where where they're you know you never know they they have to wait it out and they just resign him for maybe less money just so they can free up that money to even like afford to keep him for a lesser price. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know how it goes. You know, or whatever they're doing, but yeah, man. I just wanted to uh, bring that up because, uh, like I said, kind of got a little bit of uh, audio it's on that. This is so crazy, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know what to make of it. Every day is something new in this crazy wrestling world. But, yeah. But man. you know what, man? Yes, sir. As we record this, it's, uh, you know, 526, uh, almost uh, close to midnight. And um, I'm talking about the Midnight Express. Shout out to the start of Dynamite as we had a uh, tribute to Bobby Eaton. On a Wednesday, on you a know what that means. You know what that means. On a <laughs> dynamite on a Wednesday. I had it. That was a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shouts to my South Park and Brody fans. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I was uh my week attempt at a at a you know one of those uh segues, if you will. You know, no, the, the, I got the, you, the, the things with the with the wheels. Yeah, yeah. Word, word. Anyways, it's but, impeccable how you do. It's smooth. Um, excuse me, I gotta light the fuse. Bang the boom, dynamite. <laughs> It gets me hyped. Sorry. It gets me hyped. But I, I, I'm going to get into it because this was uh, sort of, you know. Oh, we had Rick Bukes? <laughs> Rick Bukes? Hold on. We got time for Rick Bukes. Doing B- work on the Bukes. side. Doing work on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we did have the Bobby Eaton tribute, which I thought was really dope. Um, Very classy. Uh, started out with a MJF pre-tape, which I, I didn't really write down what he said. I just, uh, you know, figured it was just short and simple. The part that was main was that... Wardlow said, I'm going to beat him. And he I'm goes, him, oh, man. yeah? Like you beat Cody in the cage? Why, why always bring him to the ocean? <laughs> yeah. I'm a, man, fuck your apple, dog. Yeah. Yo, I'm a, I'll be real. He, him cutting a promo with a, while eating an apple at the same impressive. time. Just, impressive. It was impressive, but yeah. it grinded my gears. Like, bro, you are going to choke on that shit. You fucking heal. You know what I mean? It, but, it, but it was in the, you're doing a good job. You know what I mean? One of those, but he's one, he plays one of those guys where you kind of want it to happen so he can learn his lesson. We see yeah, that yeah. in the movies, too. But anyways, we, we, we get to the first match of the night, which I was like, all right, let me just get this shit out the way. The Elite... Ooh. Versus Dante Martin and the uh, Seidel brothers. Shout out to uh, Rated R's or just Rated R. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually uh, does the theme uh, music for. It might uh, not be just him, but I know it's him on that verse. No, I definitely because yeah. I was listening to it and then I heard the voice. I heard the cadence. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Seidel hits the corkscrew senton real early. Uh, Dante, uh, Dante with the corkscrew head scissors on Matt. Uh, triple baseball slide to the elite on the outside. Uh, from here, we got the elite isolating Mike Seidel, the brother of Matt Seidel. Yeah. Uh, Matt Seidel gets the hot tag as he hits the inside a hook. Fisherman uh, Buster, as we finally get the name of it from uh, 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 Excalibur there. Oh, um, okay. For the near fall. Uh, of course, hits the double hurricane run on the Bucks, as always, ever since Ring of Honor, ever since ever, ever. Um, you got to go to the spot, man. Yeah, but it's like, oh, every time he's in yeah. the ring with them, he got to hit that. It's, it's just, mm. let me guess. <laughs> I feel like it's the Bucks that pitch it though. They're like, and you got to do it, dude. <laughs> Why can't I just do a double, double uh, Cobra Clutch? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> they want it to the Hurricane Runners. They that's, want to see it. Yeah, they want they want to see a uh, uh, airborne Evan Bourne. <laughs> that's, that's what they want to see. Ah uh, man. Anyways, uh, the Bucks. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Anyways, he hits a uh, hit scissors into an arm breaker as he flows right into the Cobra Clutch uh, submission. Yeah. Uh, Mike Seidel then uh, simultaneously locks in the Moodle lock uh, yeah. before Omega breaks it up. 
hits both Sidells with a Snapdragon uh, uh, once apiece. Um, Dante hits two impressive evasion spots on Omega before getting the hot tag and hits a springboard Hurricane Rana to Omega on the Ooh. outside and pops up and hits a triple jump moonsault plancha yeah. on uh, Matt Jackson back inside the ring for a near fall. That face he made was everything. That was so money. Yeah, it's it was like, two. It's two. <laughs> it was just, and, and they What's zoomed it? in right on his face. Matt, that was that was great. <laughs> but yeah, Dante showed out, man. Yeah, no, the crowd actually, you know, they, they was with it. Uh, they, they was really showing him some love, man. Uh, things break down as everyone hits their signature move or strike. Uh, Omega uh, hits the Ushi or the uh, I guess the cross-legged Ushigoroshi. Yeah. Uh, follows with the V trigger and tries for the one wing angel, but Dante flips out of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, never seen that. Uh, and hits a backflip Enziguri. Uh, I guess a Pele, right? Yeah, um, pretty much. Uh, but eats another V trigger before hitting the one wing angel and the elite hit the BTE V trigger. Uh, triple team for the win, which I was like, that is disgusting. Oh yeah, <laughs> I right. was like, I don't know if you that saw, is but the, they they changed that the the steel shot of that yeah. to their profile pic. Man, I was dying. Oh, for <laughs> they're like new profile pic. You click on it, it's like his face is like taking like the like it's it's just like just wow, go check man. it out. I will say too, they had that one spot. They I guess they called it uh, the rocket launcher. It was kind of like a double. Oh yeah, it was like I, a double. Yeah, uh, but I, you know what? I will say this: uh, the review show I watched, they said the way he was taking the air reminded a lot of people it was as graceful as Phoenix. And then it was like, and now I want to see them fight. <laughs> and it was just like I kind of would like to see Phoenix versus Dante, but it's good to see him uh, show out. They. I'm Don't, sure they. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure they fought like on dark or something. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. definitely. I'm sure they, he's teamed with the Sidell brothers before, like just on some. He's like, Don't, don't, he's like, don't try to appreciate me now. Yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, no. Don't he, forget, I got a brother, guys. God. Especially against the elite, you know. Not not a bad uh, way because he didn't nah, trip he, up at all. He really nah, showed and, up. And, so. and it wasn't one of those ones. And you've heard me say it before. If I think someone gave him a little bit too much, yeah, um, so yeah, this, you this would is, definitely uh, say it. Yeah. Uh, Post match, Shivani tries to interview the elite, but Callus takes over and shit uh, shits on Pittsburgh basically uh, before Chris. Christian Cage comes out. Uh, Callus then uh, pretty much calls him a Stanford stooge, which I was like, that's the pot calling to kill Black Hell Loki. yeah, dude. It was so and, uh, funny. Uh, questions his intelligence and ability to count and to indicate him being outnumbered. Yeah, when, he said there was 10 of them. Who who was the 10? Man, I mean, you heard him earlier where he's like, I just made this a six-man booth. <laughs> he's like, oh, how, there's four of us. Yeah, but I do the work of four men. And then Tony's like... That makes seven. <laughs> oh, like, so maybe that's why he said that. I was like, okay, yo, what so is this fool talking my about? My bad, continuity, uh, I see. Jungle Boy's music hits, and Jack and uh, Luchasaurus come out for the backup. Uh, Kala says he has a finish that uh, that Kenny, uh, or wait, yeah, oh, oh, that's what he said. He says that he has a, a, a cool finish that Kenny will, will kick out of. Yeah. But says he'll get that five-star match that he's been waiting for. <laughs> I was like, all right, this was a, mm-hmm. uh, He calls uh, Callis a, a, a carny piece of shit. Uh, and then uh, and then he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, since I'm in Pittsburgh, I meant to call him a, a Carney Jagoff." Which mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, it must be just some Pittsburgh thing." I was thinking maybe some local hockey thing because you know, obviously he's huge, huge uh, hockey fan. Oh yeah, very, they got the Penguins much. out there and oh, all yeah. that. Uh, announces Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega for the a uh, on. Oh, I'm sorry for AEW Rampage. Uh, day this comes out mm-hmm. for and the tonight. Impact for the Impact World Championship, which I was like. Yeah, just take that off him, and then we can get back to Hangman. Well, to me, I feel like, again, we talked about this last week. Is this a red herring? And I think, I don't know if this is for him. Are you saying Heath Slater's coming in? No, I'm not saying that, not at all. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, the old switcheroo. Like, the yeah, he's no more contender, but they don't got to tell you about which belt. And it's, like, kind of crazy on the same night that the Impact tag straps get defended on on Dynamite rather than Impact. Because I thought they were, the Dark Order was coming to Impact. 
to do that match. I, I didn't realize the more, it was the more be, definitely invited him. If yeah. the, he said if they win the titles, like the door's open for you guys. Yeah, come down. Nah, like, definitely, man. But yeah, it, this was uh, uh it, it was interesting. But I, to me, I think it's kind of cool because he held the NWA belt, not the actual Impact belt. You know, during yeah, his that's time, true. So, that's true. Know. And then uh, also, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus also announced that they're going to face the Young Bucks for the tag team championships uh, next week of Dynamite in Houston. I like that. Oh, you like that, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, no, I'll just make a note of that. Doc likes it. He likes it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next, we had Malachi Black pre-tape vignette promo. Uh, I mean, I didn't write a whole lot down on this. It was just kind of more of like a watch and consume, like mm-hmm. absorb the information. Given, I, I, I was digging this. Um, I, like I want to see more. Crescendoed on it, yeah. I want to see more, definitely. Uh, just the way he words things, and it's not like this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like it, it's it's just him, and and you know you could hear that he's like. Feeling, yeah, and really like actually like believing what he says. Not that he didn't before, but you feel because it's it's his. Y- you know, it's you know crazy? what I mean. And it, it's reminding me of the vignettes he did in NXT because I, I yeah. kind of forget that it was he was never silent. He was just more stoic, and he would do some of the sit downs. He would do the face to faces. Like he wouldn't say a lot, but like he was more calm. And so I like that he's kind of back to that controlled rage type of promo. You By know the way, sidebar: yeah. uh, he revealed in his talk as Jericho uh, interview that his entrance with the whole display that lifts him up, like he's like coming out of like a crypt. Yeah, I heard it's not supposed to be a coffin. Well, no, it was originally for the Undertaker, but he was too heavy for it. Oh, what? So, like, like Triple H pitched it to him. He was like, hey, how do you feel about this uh, entrance with this lift? And it kind of lifts you up, like, kind of like, it's like a platform. Like, you're kind of, you know, just elevating out of the darkness. And, you know, and, and, mm. then, and you know, he was kind of intrigued about it because he was trying to visualize it. He was like, yeah, uh, we originally had it for Taker, but uh, it was he was too heavy for it. He was like, yeah, I'll take that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know 100%. Saying? Yep. That Give that me, right yeah. there, you're like yeah, you should have uh, led with that. Yeah, I'm like for real. I'm like I, I could it's mm. because I know the the attention to detail on that shit for mm. sure. But uh, from here we had an, uh, another pre tape. This time it was from Miro announcing he's defending his uh, TNT Championship against Fuego Del Sol on AW Rampage again tonight. Uh, and Fuego will get a shot at not only the uh, the, the title but uh, also a contract if he wins. Which I was like, but you already won technically the Friend Olympics and got a a jacket and are part of the. The Nightmare family, but I guess that, I, that I, don't mean that you're automatically a I mean, contractor. I, I kept thinking he got, you know, the whole Fuego del Sol is all elite. He, I thought he got that done. He definitely uh, is getting over like he signed. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. People will love it. They're they're digging. I mean, especially he's in a lot of these uh, segments that, that, that are uh, going on. I mean, last week when Andrade, like, before then he took the spin kick to well, the that, face from, uh, from Black. I was going to say on TV, but also stuff that's been happening off the screen where like Tony Khan's out there and he's yeah, out there yeah, with, you know what I mean? True, true, Participating true. in some of that stuff. Mm. But uh, anyways, from here we had Danny Garcia versus Darby Allen, man. Um, interesting enough, I don't. they didn't really say it, but I love how you can actually see it on their name bar. He is ranked number two. He is an 18-2 record. And that's Darby Allen. Oh, okay. Yeah. On now, the world for the world title. It said it just said I saw it said Darby Allen and I saw it said a two with a circle around it. And then mm-hmm. on the bottom it said 18 and 2. I was like, hmm. You know what? Yeah, All right. I did this matchup was uh really interesting. Yeah, it was. I was say. I mean, this is what I really wrote. All I put Maybe, was yeah. bunch of chain wrestling. Garcia was working on his left arm most of the match. Mm-hmm. Darby tries for the springboard coffin drop at one point, but Garcia catches him in the air with that rear naked choke. Oh, uh, does it? it was real, oh, real man. sick. Trying to think, who's the last um, person that's done that? Because I don't think it was Joe. Like I'm trying to think, like 
Someone has uh, done that, but it, it takes a special person with I was, athleticism. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was. I don't think it was Cross. Nah, I don't think but so. But I, I also don't think it was like Shayna either. But I know she used to do a word like a suplex. Would you know? She used to yeah. set that shit. Up. Oh no, wait! It was Shayna, but she did it to somebody that was coming off the top rope. Like they were planning something. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it yeah. was against Candice, I think. I think she caught Candice with something like super sick. Yeah, because I know people sometimes would do their hands. Now, now, thing, now I then, remember it then, was in the CWC. Oh, okay. Or, or I'm sorry, the May Young Classic. There yeah. you go. I got to go yeah, watch that. I remember that, people yeah. try to do that handspring, you know, say they do a bat handspring backup or whatever, and they come back and then they just catch them. They just snatch them and that shit. It's just Man, mad. speaking of there's something that like that happens later. Mm-hmm. I'll get into it. But mm-hmm. uh, pretty much the, uh, you know, Darby fights off the, the rear naked and uh, hits the up and over stunner and uh, finish comes when the coffin drop comes raining down. One, two, three. And that was pretty much the match, man. Yeah. I actually liked uh, Dan, uh, Danny Garcia, like, I don't know what to make of him yet, but, I mean, he kind of seemingly came out of nowhere to me. He could have been on Dark, for all I know. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, um, he strikes me as a guy that would totally, like, revel in the, I won't say revel, but maybe excel is a better word in the, like, Ring of Honor system. But I really, mm. to me, I think, like, in the pure, you know, division, of course, but, like, mm. you could tell he's got ground-based, like, um, you know, knowledge and education. So does Darby. So I really enjoyed it. it, was, it to me, it was two young guys scrapping out there. And yeah, like, it was really know? interesting, the the way that they were, uh, you know, responding to each other and kind yeah. of with the way that they chose their offense yeah, and stuff like, like I, that. Yeah, like, I think so. one time he, like, smacked him on the back and he, like, you know, fired up. It, yeah, it was really good. It, you know, I was interested by 2.0 flanking him though i didn't know if that was gonna be a long-term thing because they don't seem like they have anything visually uh you know uh i would say in common <laughs> you know what i mean but you're talking yeah. about you're saying they, they don't coordinate they ain't coordinate take a swing take a swing all they do is taste. T- they just take swings and, and taste oh and, yeah because yeah, there was a little post-match squirmish right uh didn't no. they yeah, well, uh, if I remember, uh, Sting like snap suplex one of them on on the ramp, and they, uh, I think Sting started doing the whole old school. I'm going to get to NWO chop flurry to a, a couple of them. I, if that happened, that that was another one I saw. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I mean that, I that's what that led all. to I think because uh, I went to like a, a commercial about I think Cody doing his fucking reality show or some shit. Oh, okay, I wonder if that was like during the picture in picture then. Possibly yeah, that, that would make sense. Okay, my bad. Yeah, no, no. If there's yeah, if there's something I missed because I do know I do report that they do have a match later. Yeah. you know, but I didn't realize. I just thought it was just because. You know, Why they, not? They, yeah, yeah. They, Degrees they, they, of separation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just been kind of dealing with each other the last two weeks, anyways. But mm. from here, we got a backstage interview with Death Triangle. Phoenix uh, pretty much is uh, asking Pac what they're going to do about Andrade. Penta says he wants uh, first crack before uh, Alex Abrahantes interrupts him because I guess he's about to curse in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, but Pac says that he will take care of Andrade and urges the Lucha Brothers to chase the tag team championships. Uh, which I'm like, yes, please, please, please. And if not. Don't dare bring them them trios championships out if you ain't trying to have them hold them motherfuckers. That's man. all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, not that man. I want them to have a trio so so you know early, but you know it is what it is. No, I mean, but there are a lot of trios teams that are starting to come it out. It gives a lot it, of those those uh mm-hmm. those stables something to do, right? Especially with a new show. I mean, now they're on like four times. a I week mean, now, they could know? do like five five and diamond and Colt. You know what I mean? Yeah, ser- seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. You know, pretty much, you know, challenges Andrade to basically pull up and come see him if he wants the smoke, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I, you know, I'm finished. You want to holler at me? I'm going to see. I'm going to be in Dynamite. You know where I'm going to be at. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what he told him, man. So uh, from here, we had Orange Cassidy. And I mean, OK, I don't want to be a hater. I just not I'm not sold on, on Yuta yet. 
Oh, man, I mean, apparently he recently tried out for NXT and got rejected. Oh, apparently they were, it was like a hard no, but it's crazy because I guess, you know, like I said, he's done a, a few things, a few shots of Ring of Honor is where I guess he impressed uh, initially. So, that, you know, that's what got him. I don't, I don't know if he's all elite, I, I but think he's getting he's just a lot not, of TV he, time. I just know nothing about him. There hasn't been anything else, but, oh, they're, he's, he's just another one of the friends of yeah, these guys. And, and I'm the just BTE like, segs aren't helping either. No, yeah, and he doesn't really have any, I don't want to say he doesn't have a personality, but if he does, he hasn't really used it or shown it yet. Yeah explored it yet i mean yeah. like i said I, I just don't have a reason to connect with this guy yet and it's like weird because i feel like he's getting a lot of tv time yeah because i'm like why just is because it chuck he's ro- rolling just... with chuck you know what i mean yeah it's but, uh, but i just it makes me think why isn't chuck just getting physical i mean I, that and then the fact that there's other people that i would like to see have tv time yeah yeah you that, know what i mean that more than anything like, you're right yeah. um but anyways it's orange cassidy chuck and Yuta versus the Herm- uh, hardy family office in the form of a hardy party mm-hmm. uh cassidy with the pocket spot to open a match but hardy tries to, d- to delete it uh, mm-hmm. a couple times until he's forced to have his hand in, in the cassidy's pocket much to Shivani's delight, as he says, apropos, he's had his hands in every guy's pockets. So I was like, I gotta say, Shivani was, awesome. was on all night. Now, it, it was, was yeah, little, com- uh, commentary was definitely enjoyable yeah. uh, this this evening mm-hmm. as we were uh, watching the dynamites, mm-hmm. if you will. But uh, Matt hits a side effect way early in the match. Way. Uh, Cassidy with a lazy uh, hearty taunt and the deadlift body <laughs> splash uh-huh. uh, off the bottom row. Private party tag in, miss a poetry in motion as Cassidy hits the patented kicks. Uh, Chuck hits the soul food as Yuta hits a judgment slam, which yeah. for, for, I was like, wow, That's, they really use this. Yeah. yeah. For a near fall, uh, Isaiah hits the silly string DDT on, on Yuta. Uh, then uh, HFO pretty much isolate Yuta until we see a triple team version of the old school Hardy offense. I don't know if you caught that, where it was like uh, the the fist drop with the flipping senton. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. then uh, Mark Mark uh, Mark Quinn also did a sh- uh, standing shooting star at the same time. I was like, yo, oh, wow. I was like, that was that was, that was sick. Damn, I, I, okay. I was like, because if you know, you know, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Yuta then fights back and hits a double shotgun drop kick on Private Party. Uh, Bunny pulls Orange Cassidy off the apron as uh, Yuta's looking for the. The tag, uh, but Statlander gets involved, who ends up getting snuck on by Nyla Rose, snuck. who, of course, she'll be facing later on in the night. Like right uh, next. And then Jack Evans then takes advantage of the distraction as well. I don't know how y'all don't see this coming when hey, they roll. They roll I'm with all, like six I'm out people. Time out. <laughs> like he's like, I'm gonna get mine in. Like for yeah. real. It's like I'm gonna make it count. I have no heat now. Oh man, uh, Chuck Taylor with the hot tag. <laughs> I understand now. I mm-hmm. can do four fifty. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm saying Ch- like. Chuck Taylor with the hot tag as he hits the uh, the Tope and Hilo to take out uh, Jack Evans and Blade on the outside. Uh, then hits a flapjack on Isaiah and a pop up powerbomb on Mark uh, Mark Quinn who lands on top of Isaiah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor hits Quinn with the spiral bomb, which he you know does. I loved. Yeah. Uh, for a near fall, Cassidy returns and hits Matt with the satellite DDT and takes him out with a suicide dive on the outside. Uh, another near fall out there, a Uranagi diving splash combo from Chuck and Yuta. Uh, confusing spot here where Mark Quinn clearly gets the blind tag to Isaiah, mm. but Yuta hits a pinning German on, on Quinn where the ref still makes the count. Yeah, it's so stupid. It was like, why are you making the count when you, when you, you actually were like, tag? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Isaiah like simultaneously hits the Swanton bomb on the Yuta, and then the ref counts his his count like right after i'm like okay this is yeah whatever i thought that was gonna be the finish at first i was like yeah oh, man, yeah don't run that uh, far back but they do hit the gin and juice out of nowhere to a huge pop yeah uh because i was looking at freaking isaiah i'm like dude you better hurry up you slipping yeah you. dude oh. that was that was the, the the 
Like Dude, he, the, he got it, though. The very last minute, yeah. Uh, but Cassidy breaks up the pin in the finish coach. You ate it. When, uh, yeah, he did. Matt Hardy blind tags himself in and hits the twisto on Yuta for the on win. On his bitch ass. Yeah, he did. <laughs> kind of dropped him. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he sold it clean, yeah. Uh, from here, backstage interview with Dasha, Andrade with Chavo and company. I mean, he just says Pac is ungrateful and uh, tells him to be careful what he wishes for. And then Chavo just suggests that Andrade shows Pac who is really the boss at All Out. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is... I am the boss. We're just filling up the card. This is what I'm not... I don't mind Pac versus Andrade, though. I don't. Oh, you don't? I do not. Are you sure? Yep. Especially now that guys are out of the WWE system and can really let loose with their offense. Hell yeah, sign me up. It's going to be hilarious. You know what would be funny if he had, like, uh, Eric Estrada came out instead of, like, oh, 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 espérate, espérate. <laughs> Anyways, video package of Proud and oh, Powerful man. versus FTR. Ortiz questions if they still have the cojones to face them again as Santana explains that they decided, uh, you know, they that they grabbed their balls and went home at the first sight of trouble. Santana says where they're from, they're taught that in war, if you see blood, you wrap that shit up and you finish the match. Says that they will be coming for blood over and over and over and tells them they better show up and show out because they are here and they're not going anywhere. And Ortiz is like, I, I I love this, but it just everything that's it's, supposed to be the pinnacle versus the inner circle is so, just so segmented. And, and from each other. I have more on that later in the main yeah. event for sure. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I, I, yeah. Next, we had Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. Pretty good match. Uh, Surprisingly, not too long. Yeah. Um, Attacks uh, Statlander right before the bell. The two women fight a bit before Nyla hits the pounce out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, the pounce. Nice. Uh, They fight to the outside of it before Statlander hits the pendulum moonsaw, which was pretty dope. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, Vicky gets, uh, and this is where I was like, Jim Ross, be careful how you talk about her weight loss. Yeah. The necessary Uh, weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is a strong <laughs> word, I'm like, you gotta watch how you word yeah, it. Yeah. I know how you would say it to someone that needs to make weight. Yeah, but they are not on. You know. Yeah. Anyways, Mickey gets involved a little bit as uh, she gets in Orange's face and screeches at him, while uh, Nyla hits the uh, Uranagi on Statlander on the apron. Uh, tries for the rope hung diving knee, but Statlander balances and handstands. You know, kind of walks out yeah. of the ropes only to be. Sp- Speared big time, big time. <laughs> it's those. It's Speed, that German, big, big that German uh, suplex earlier, and that. Oh, it's yeah, those dude. times where you're just like, well, I worry about these girls' safety, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said see, all I need to say with see, that. <laughs> Jim Ross, take notes. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I lost. See, I'm uh, uh, get speared big time by Nyla Rose. Nyla tries for the mounted big punches guy. in the corner. But Statlander hits a walkout powerbomb from the corner and mm. follows with a area 450 splash for the win. And Jack Evans was just like, why can't I do mine? <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, But yeah, that was pretty much it. Jack Evans is like uh, the rollerblade cat. Because was it a Bob 450 Burgers. or was it the 630 that he boshed? Uh, it was the 630. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, well, uh, no, 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 it was a 450. It was a 450. Oh, okay. Because I think it was like knees on the face. You know how that goes. All right. We'll trust you because if now we're next next episode you're gonna be like, by the way, guys, it's actually not the four fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the seven twenty. It was the area. It was even fifty one. It was even greater than we knew. <laughs> uh, from here we had a. This is this, this is one of my favorite parts of the whole night. 
Uh, Bucks had a backstage promo uh, pretty much on Lucha Express in their upcoming Tag Team Championship match that they challenge him to for next week in Houston. Uh, Nick Jackson says it'll be easy as his layup, but Luchasaurus comes from out of nowhere and blocks the shit out of Nick Jackson while Jungle Boy cuts to the basket. Lucha sets that solid-ass screen as Jack Perry dunks on Brandon (laughs) Cutler. Segment ends when Luchasaurus says, not in my house. I just love how Matt's like, screen, move the screen. That's a movie screen. Dude, I I was going to say, and they walk off screen. Nick complains that it was a foul, and then even even though Brandon Cutler's like, well, no, it was all ball. I saw it. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Shut up, Cutler. I was like, yeah, that's up, Brandon. I was like, that's two for two on the uh, on the basketball side. Yeah, no, nah, I, I I was worried if it came off corny to you because to me, I, I I found it like, oh, that was a good little follow up. I, I know not everybody every was going to appreciate it. I had a good laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. especially I was like, oh damn, this will really cut to the basket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. It was just like y'all. I wonder if y'all run this play all the time. So, <laughs> I was rolling. Uh, next, we had a red velvet pre-tape promo about Britt Baker pretty much recapping their history and hyping up the championship match going down again go and check it out 10 o'clock uh, tonight it's, it's, it's Rampage the, Rampage yeah. Rampage this Friday 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 it's worth the, uh, the watch though I like how what she had to say so but you go ahead well <laughs> I mean she had, she had some uh, she was speaking with some uh, with her fists in a minute yeah no, no, no. I just like how she said she likes that she's making a name for herself, blah, blah, blah but she doesn't like that it's it's her. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like that's an honest thing to say. Yeah, but. I was going to say, because, yeah, because Britt Baker had a promo here in ring with, of course, as soon as I saw Tony Schiavone in the ring, I'm like, oh, here come, this must be the Britt Baker yeah. promo. It's uh, terrible towels were abundant and, and plenty, of course, uh, in, in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker comes out with the Pittsburgh colored jacket, uh, says she can't relate to Velvet uh, Red Velvet's come up story because she's always been the face of the division and always been on top and always been the baddest bitch on the block but that she can relate and respect that she is fearless uh, says that she stepped up to become the champion that Pittsburgh needed as she bleeds black and gold like everyone else but says that we've all had a tough year as she presents herself as their hope <laughs> I love that. and uh, says uh, Velvet might have uh, a bit of hope in their match uh, or, or may have had a bit of hope as far as winning their match if they were fighting in any other city except Britsburg. Uh, you know you got to go with the yeah. you know Mick Foley title well yeah now she went badass uh uh it was a badass baby face. Yeah. On this. Uh, but says that she wanted, you know, she says, hey, you wanted to swim with the Sharks, so I'm going to drag her ass to the deep end this Friday today as they main event going down tonight. The first episode of Rampage, Rampage. I done told you. And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then but post-promo, I never have a post-promo. Red Velvet hits the ring, and the two women brawl until the referees separate them. I was surprised by this because she kind of came off like a heel, but that's because yeah, of, but that's only because of the hometown. Yeah. yeah, but I can't imagine they were hot uh, how, for it how, though. How bad? Well, I feel like they they are. It's definitely gonna be one sided. I mean, I, I I think it's a good look for Velvet. No, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think she's gonna walk away with a belt. But I mean. Crowd wise, they, I don't know if they're gonna they're they going for for Brit and which they should, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, not bad segment. I, I between this and the Chris Statlander Nyla thing, they did a good job representing the women's division this week. I'll say, yeah, because we can't just keep seeing Bunny wrestle, yeah. and even yeah, she week. had a little sprinkle too. I like. How I'm they, not hating on s- Allie, but no, I need to see more than her because that's all we see. <laughs> it's yeah. like. And shout out to Layla Hirsch too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I, definitely. I, you know, I definitely want to see some of the other women. I don't know what the division is looking like right now. To be honest, I don't know who's really. Uh, I've been trying to figure out where she to win. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe she uh, looking for us. I she, would just love Sheeta versus Jade, uh, Jade right now. Nah, I mean, I don't know. 
And that what's up with that baddest bitch and I'm I'm that they're gonna Baddest bitch in the block versus I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch. Yeah, that's that. You may be that bitch, but yeah. I'm the baddest bitch to on me, the block. To me, it's kind of like D- the the and boss D- and the EST eventually having to yeah, clash at some point. You that's know what true. I mean? So it's gonna be kind of cool. Yeah, no, and, I mean, and, I'm all and for like it. I said, I just want to. I mean, I just want to see a Russell on more than just elevation and dark because I work. I'm not on YouTube. Yeah, like, man. I, on Monday, Tuesday, I'm. I'm or Sunday, whatever. And Tuesday's a day off for me, but I'm not, I'm just, that's not, it's an hour long or so, like, on YouTube, and I just don't yeah. watch things that long on YouTube. That's not why I go to YouTube Guys, for. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta run errands and shit. Yeah, we got music to make, <laughs> uh, from memes here, to make. We had uh, Ricky Starks uh, and Brian Cage, whatever, a little video package on their feud. Absolutely. Uh, pretty much challenges Cage to come and find him face-to-face on AEW Dynamite next week. No backup. No, <laughs> no hook. No, no Taz. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. That was a gist of it. Whatever. Hook did the best thing he ever did, and that was just mimic his his taunt while whistling. <laughs> like yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Why is everybody getting their sons like involved in? Like you know, we just saw like Goldberg's son get like <laughs> fucking by waiting for Goldberg's son. Oh man, what's name Blade? Right? Or is that no, Brett's no, that, son? That, that, that's Brett's son. He uh, has a name like that though. Yeah, I just it's, is it Clutch? No. <laughs> Clench. <laughs> They just said it. It is. It's like a wrestling hold for reals because they just because what because when they said it, it reminded me of. I'm like, I was like, ain't that Taz's son's name? I'm like, oh no, it's like, it's just like another word, <laughs> hook, oh, man, I, I, like Red Hook. Oh, Gage. Gage. There we go. Fucking <laughs> Gage. Fucking Nick. Fucking Gage. Oh man, it's my game. How's your name gonna be Gage AJ Goldberg? That's a. Whole- well, his name is Gage Goldberg. Man, okay. Yeah, it's my fucking gang. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, Dark Order versus the Good Brothers. Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championship. This was a great match, and the crowd yeah. was so hot for these two. They need to do man. more with them. I don't know what, what they need to do, but, you know, it was it, good. It's, and, it's, and the commentary was good, too, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll pick out some of those parts as well. But what were you going to say? Yeah, no, I, just to add to how over they were, you got to take in perspective how the 180 – from last week getting booed because they those were the front runners of stopping the rest of the Dark Order from coming to Hangman's aid. You know what I mean? And they were kind of getting booed for not, you know, for restricting the others. And here they are a week later, and they had a huge pop. So, I, yeah, to, just to add to, to the effect of that. I, I love their chemistry. Yeah, That's, man. I, I really say they are like, so flawless. And, 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 I'm so and, glad and that some, they are in this company, man. It says, I think it was either Jim Ross or it was either Tony, but they had put him over as like one of the more underrated tag teams mm-hmm. on the on the show. But I digress. We have Scott Demore on commentary here. Love it. I uh, noticed that the Good Brothers added that the, like that Japan flag to their Titan. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And like now they're being billed for as from Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, yeah they got to be taking a walk put, soon, right? I put Pete Dunn truck. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Stu Grayson hits a huge tope Kanhilo on the Good Brothers. Good Brothers to start off the match. Uh, commentary notices the lack of Dark Order support at ringside and talks about the current dissension between uh, the the group in, uh, in regards to uh, obviously. The decision from last week, yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon Cutler tries to get involved, but Cole Cabana nails him with the right hand. As Kazarian, the elite hunter, uh, comes out to the stage and takes him out as well. <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling's Kidnaps Brian Hebner, him. I just noticed, was the referee for this match as well. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, as the Good Brothers isolate Evil Uno during the picture in picture, uh, Stu Grayson gets the hot tag because he hits a couple of uh, cra- uh, this crazy step up DDT on Gallows off of Anderson's shoulders. Did oh, you see yeah, that shit? yeah. Dude, every time 
I think I got his. He does some new uh, shit, bro. Yeah, dude. Every time I think his office moves that down, yeah, he does something new. He's, he's so innovative, man. Because I love I, watching him. He's like, I had to think of other ways because I can't kill them. Like, real <laughs> talk, we, we've said, <laughs> we, we've literally said this term for a few different people, but to me, I think he's like the walking, like, visual of deceptively strong because he doesn't have, like, the normal. Cuts he, he definitely of a has. He's huge dude, but. He's in the running for like their their version of like a Cesaro, I suppose. I'm saying because like sure, even like, to be able to to tease that rack. Yeah, I was about he to, does. I, I was mean, just about to bring that gallows, up. Yeah, because he hits that Uranagi that that spin out Uranagi that just. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does do that. He does uh, it in this match too, huh? Yeah. yeah follows like, with the running springboard corkscrew Santon. He hit that shit like it was a a, a lion saw. That yeah. shit was crazy. Sidell uh, usually does that too. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like back in the day, I, I forgot what he used to call it, but I don't I haven't seen him hit that shit yeah. uh, in a while. And then, like you said, tries for the torture rack backbreaker on Gallows, but couldn't lift them up. So Man. he hits a, a double Pele on, on the, both the Good Brothers. Uh, Uno tags in as they uh, hit the uh, strike combo with the get over here, belly to belly. Uh, you Man, know, love it, it. Man, it was over, too. Carl's good like, for like those so, kind of spots. Yeah, no, he was, oh, I got myself <laughs> in a, in a uh, of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I watched VTE. I saw a Oh, man. Too much, man. Oh, man. And then they, they follow up with their signature 450 and cannonball combo for the near fall, which I is, love uh, that movie. yeah, dude, they, it's just the timing I remember on. when I first saw that, that was like uh, semi-pro when they did the alley-oop. I, I, the re- I was like. What what the fuck was that? Like oh shit! What was that? Like that was so amazingly new. Like what was that? I remember the like, first time I saw it was in that triple. I think it was a triple threat tag match they had at the first uh, yep. uh, mm-hmm. Fighter Fest. Man. And I remember uh, Jurassic. I think Jurassic Express and SCU were in it. I want to say that, and they. I think they hit Fatality, and that's when I was like, "Yeah, yo, I was like, yo, is that like a? Yeah, that's when I started running tape back. I was a like, blockbuster I cutter. What? Yeah. And a gory bomb. Yeah, that shit was. <laughs> man. Uh, they attempt fatality, speaking of which, but Anderson counters out. The Good Brothers try for the magic killer, but Uno breaks it up. Stu Grayson takes out Gallows with an assisted suicide dive mm-hmm. as Uno catches Anderson in the end of days flatliner. Uh, they call it a flatliner. I just, you know. Yeah. Uh, they call for the fatality again, but Gallows distracts the ref when he throws one of the tag belts in the ring. Uh, Gallows crotches Grayson in the corner as Anderson hits Uno with the gun stun. Then Gallows suplexes Grayson off the top rope onto Anderson's shoulders as they hit a magic killer for the win. Really loved that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, no posts, no, no, no. Uh, that was. A, it know? was a good match, well paced. It really was, and, and I think it did. Uh, it was good for the the Good Brothers too. Yeah, you know, I've um, never seen those teams work, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, and they they they, they thought they was in trouble. They made you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. boy. Uh, anyways, we had video package of a Camille from NWA. You know what? She called herself the Brickhouse. Yeah, she did. All right, green light, green light. You have to feel. Yeah, we go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we saw a video package of Camille the Brickhouse from mm. uh, NWA. Uh, highlights how Camille became champion, as well as showing Layla's uh, ring training while uh, hyping their championship match at NWA Empower. Yeah, I liked what she said. You're known for getting people off your feet, but I promise you, you ain't gonna get me off my feet. She's like, that's the whole selling point of the match, right she's there. She's like, a word. Yeah, that's bet. the old school man. She said, bet. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, we had this little man. Uh, we were talking about people's sons getting involved. QT Marshall and Tony Schiavone in ring with uh, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. 
with this whole apology segment. I totally forgot about this shit until they I, kept they were in the ring. And then pushing it and pushing it. Yeah, like I mean, week, you know, so. long story short, of course, he did what I knew he was going to say. He was like, oh, I didn't say I was going to apologize. I just said an apology was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You owe me an apology for being disrespected. I'm like, yeah. the last couple of weeks, you weren't even here. <laughs> I mean, what he would do is he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I just got a note that that slimy, blah blah blah." You know what I mean? Uh, like, so that's that's I guess what he means. But it's like again, not, it's not chest. a storyline that people really care about. But yeah, I yeah. hear what you're saying though. Yeah, but uh, mm. Nick Camarado ends up uh, pretty much uh, <laughs> just just grabbing his grown son from ringside as they uh, threaten to beat him up if if Tony didn't apologize. QT hits him with like a body shot, anyways. Yeah, as Tony kind of hurriedly like apologized to him, uh, but QT says. Yeah. He's he doesn't accept this a bitch. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't accept your apology as uh, he hits Tony's son with a diamond cutter. And then Paul White's music hits as he uh, makes his way down to the ring. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm, I'm not mad at this. I thought, it, you know, he was in the first get some action as part of the Jericho situation. You know, we, we were talking about how yeah. they could possibly tease some somebody from his past. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, or dude. Or maybe help him. To, well, yeah. I mean, the, QT basically shoves Aaron Solo into Paul White as he hits a choke yeah, he slam. Totally sacrificed him, dude. I was like, so this is your man? This is who, this is who you're uh, protecting? All right, bet. Like you know, I just have a few things. So what I liked was at least in the beginning of the program, you hear Tony mention that. Uh, yeah, even my son's out here. Uh, yeah, you know, so I like I that. that they, was... they always do that where they 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 put something in the beginning. Yeah. And you, you don't know until you're like, oh, okay, that makes but, sense yeah, how they... I, I think that was the first time it was done in an innocent way where yeah. you really didn't pay much mind to it because I didn't even know his he had a yeah, son that's true, was wanting to be in the business. And so I did like that too. He was like, oh, he wants to be in the business, huh? And then like, uh, I did hate the call of a stunner by Jim Ross when it's like, dude... He, he called made, it a stunner, not, not oh, a cutter? Bro, oh, yeah, bro. And, and straight up. I and, thought he called it a diamond cutter. He, he, straight, he said a stunner on on Chris, you know, on uh, Tony's son or whatever. But I really like Tony's acting on there. And uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, and, Tony, and, and yeah, I Tony liked, was good. I like uh, seeing the big G, as they, as they call him, uh, uh, show up. I was going to say that what made it more, like, Less predictable was the fact that Jim Ross chimed in. He's like, "Oh yeah, I had I saw him in the catering day. We were eating. I was talking yeah, to him." Exactly. It just sounded so just innocent. And yeah, like, and like, oh, he's probably like, in the like back not or part or of the show, like just whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But I did um, like the fact that uh, Paul didn't use any of those uh, right hands. He just went for the choke slam. And by uh, the way, did, yeah. did you know that it was his hand they molded the SmackDown hand after? For real? Yeah, that's what he said. That's tight. But I was like, I bet he that getting royalties for that shit though. Like they're yeah. making like little mini like seriously <laughs> scale yes. models and shit. Man, damn. His, his 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 hands being featured that's interesting. in. Interesting. I did not know that. That's in, like dope, video though. games and shit. Uh-huh. He's like, can I just get my hand copywritten? <laughs> so, how does this work? Uh, anyway, we did have the match announcements uh, Ooh, for two we? different shows. Yeah, we had uh, for Rampage again going down tonight. Uh, you can see it now, uh, mm-hmm. or or you can see it, uh, you know, after you listen to this, because I assume you, uh, you, you know, you were up uh, early making sure you got this drop. Yes, sir. Uh, crack of dawn, like uh-huh. you know, what I mean, Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega for the Impact World Championship, Fuego del Sol versus Miro for the AWTNT Championship, Both and boys. if he also wins, he could secure an AW contract. But also Red Velvet versus Britt Baker for the AW Women's Championship. So there's three championship matches for the first. Uh, you know, rampage episode. I heard mm-hmm. there's a lot of excitement for this, like backstage. Yeah. Um, not just with the networks, but like everyone's like, yo, like we want to kind of make this first episode, you know, one of those statement makers and 
Yeah, like, it's kind of like the first a, episode of SmackDown. You remember? Yeah, I was just about to say they don't want to make it like a, a B show where like, hey, this is main event. Not to say you know, old, I'll put like this main event back in the day way more significant and important than they made it now. You know yeah. what I mean? With the rehash, it was just like, a, oh, come see these guys before the main show if you make it early. Yeah, I mean, and I will <laughs> I will say what I think is dope or, or it might be a gamble is the fact they do have a second show so soon into their inception, but it kind of closes that gap that you had with Raw and SmackDown where it's like Raw's got these high accolades and SmackDown's like doing, oh, it's the 10-year anniversary, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. So, so I, I kind of like that there's a closed gap, but I also, like I said, it's not like a gamble based on how well, you know, received they got during the pandemic well, era, so. Speaking of which, I just wanted to ask you real quick, like, what do you think... You know, we're not stat guys. We're not usually demo, you know, st- you know, all that numbers, all that crap. You know what I mean? But the highest number they've done is a 1.4 mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. They are also excited about this because of the fact there's a lot of buzz with the Chicago date. Yep. And a lot of people think they may break that 1.4. You think they may have a good chance because there's a lot of mm-hmm. buzz surrounding what could happen, right? Like, I so mean, one thing I tell you is word of mouth definitely and does it's, something. It's SummerSlam uh, weekend too, definitely. So and I was gonna say because you know, like word of mouth and curiosity and murmurs and rumors and innuendo, all that stuff definitely moves the needle. Because even after the releases from last Friday, uh, they were saying how NXT has gotten the highest number it's ever had since May. Jeez. Because people were wondering what it was going to present, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, officer yeah. to that. So just basically, yeah. yeah. So if if people, it's a wellness in, check, right? Yeah, so <laughs> if people like, tune yeah. in just for that, imagine something that's you know been swelling and swirling for a while now. You know, with whether it's DB, whether it's CM, or I say, I guess I should say uh, BD, that's which is crazy. That's true. <laughs> Brian Danielson, uh, or or Punk, like you know, supposedly, allegedly, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think it, it could definitely uh, lend you know some support. To, I think they can break that. But I was gonna kind of make a bold prediction. I almost feel like you think Kip is ready to come back because I have this thing where he keep, Miro keeps talking about his wife. He's bringing her up in promos. Fuego. Wait, well, whose wife? His wife? Or no, Miro? Or no, 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 yeah, I'm saying, but you're talking yeah. about he's talking about Alana, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he's talking about okay. Alana. But he had that one weird interaction after Penelope's match not too long ago. Yeah, I Kip remember. Wasn't there? So I almost feel like, are we going towards a mixed tag like Miro and Lana debuting versus Penelope and I Kip? Mean, because I almost feel like maybe Kip will show up next week and cause some sort of countout, like brawl type of finish where Fuego like doesn't beat. You know, W doesn't become champion, doesn't get the one, two, three, but gets the contract. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, I and, can see that because he still we wins. got a few weeks before all out. Oh, oh, shit. Was that actually would do well just because of the fact that they're in Houston. He's part of the vlog crew. Mm-hmm. He's highly uh, popular, and Houston is Sammy's like hometown. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. honestly, I think you may be foretelling some some really really dope shit. I mean, who knows? In a few hours, you'll tell us if we were getting it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, as far as the uh, the other uh, match predictions, or, or, or I'm sorry, the announcements. We had uh, Sean Spears versus Sammy Guevara. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm already thinking that yeah. that's, that may be uh, main eventing, yeah. um, especially in Houston. But there's also teasing a, a major announcement. You know, I don't know if it's before or after this match, but yeah. who knows. Uh, also, again, Jurassic Express taking on Young Bucks for the Tag Team Championships, uh, as we ta- uh, talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And Sting and Darby Allin in a tag match on live TV, Texas Tornado tag match against 2.0. Hey, Sting, take a swing, huh? It's like I told you, it's Jeff Farmer. I was like, oh man. I, I so I went. So when you first told me, I was like, man, that's kind of bad taste. And then when I saw it, I was like, okay, 
I, I saw that. They have their own way of, of saying and presenting and doing things. So I, I hope they get appreciated because they are pretty entertaining. No, definitely, dude. Uh, from here, we have the main event. This is the fourth labor of Jericho. Chris Jericho Didn't versus used to be Wardlow. Six, and now they're saying there's five? No, it was five. It was, okay, always, it was five, always five. Okay. Unless you unless you thought it was five and then MJF? Maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know why I thought six was coin, but you're right. We are at the f- fourth. Yeah, the one. This yeah. is, uh, I mean, you know. Get him more, dog. Uh, this is the only one I put discuss. I mean, he he had a code breaker early. Yep. No. Uh, and only only got a one count. Yeah. Uh, then I hear Jim Ross say, "He's beat a dead man once with that very hold. I'll never forget it." And I was like, "Oh, mm. okay, clever right. girl." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "That's how see, you get." That, see, yeah, exactly. That's the way you maneuver. You know what I mean? Like, like earlier, yeah, I found man. it funny where Callus was like, "Oh, I gave Christian his break in, in this business." And <laughs> And you know JR's right there sitting at the He's table like, oh, like oh, oh I didn't scout these motherfuckers yeah, yeah, yeah like, you know and I just love how it wasn't even him it was Tony's like really he goes we'll talk about it later <laughs> but yeah you know they're they're doing like, why are you with, yelling at with, us? With, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the whole thing yeah but no this match uh, yeah it wasn't it was exactly what I kind of thought it was but I'd like there was some really cool logic to it you know what I'm saying I um, mean there was just all I can put was like twenty power bombs oh. <laughs> and then like. Uh, the walls of Jericho uh, was, See, that, was was okay. For I just me. like how he got that, like he by reversing that whole yeah exactly casualty of war. Like I, I was a fan of that counter, so I was like, okay, that was clever, you know. That, so. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was probably the safest way he'd be able to to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't against that. Yeah, because he took all um, of it last week, Paul. But it was just weird, like how like MJF kept trying to like slide in the ring. I'm like, dude, why do you act like there's nobody? Like there's not a ref in the ring, dude. Yeah, see, and that was the thing too. Was I? We kept thinking, is there gonna be another shoe that drops with you, with you being at ringside? It was kind of like just generally speaking, you know. And I thought, or is this just like in in in, in like. He's gonna be at ringside instead of on commentary this week. Is that what that meant? You know what I mean? I has- guess. I mean, it was just weird. Like, I, like, like I was like, how? Like, like, like I said, like how was that a stipulation? Yeah, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, this match uh, ended where uh, you know MGF pretty much got caught trying to pass on the uh, the rat. Yeah, uh, I the, that's the diamond still a thing, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they, they did have him kind of defend it. And he did win it again, yeah, so you know what right, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so he's like a two-time. Mm. Uh, but the, the 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 diamond dynamite ring, um, try to you know sneak it over to. Uh, I was wondering who's who snuck the bat to Jericho because I I, I, I I don't he, know if he brought it out. Did he bring it out with him? No, but I've noticed that he's been pulling it from like the corner part of uh, under the apron since the Nick Gage I, match. Because I noticed when when all that happened, like they they were focusing on uh, MGF getting like yeah. admonished by Aubrey. Mm-hmm. And then they they go back and then you're like oh, okay he magically just has oh do you see what he has he got he got himself a friend oh uh, yeah he so yeah he pretty much hits uh, Wardlow with uh, Floyd and then you know nails him with the Judas yeah, effect got rid of that evidence quick too yeah he did one two three um, I love how he stumbled like to really sell like this big some bitch. You know no, I, mean? I was gonna say in my head, I was like, he probably knew he was gonna fall. I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna sell the fall. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, like sure. I, I, I got to give him my auto tip over this damn exactly, tree. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed that small detail as well. Um, from here, we had Sean Spears just fucking jumped out of nowhere. I'm loving what they what, what he's doing and right now, but I need more. Was beating his ass. Him and Wardlow get into it, and Sammy come out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. Sammy getting Full a big gear. pop, which I was like, you know, I understand that the say out of the match, but I'm like, y'all can't show each other talking to each other during like 
any segments together. I'm it's so saying, weird. Like, where's this? Like, is everybody is everybody like segmented right now? Like, what's going on? Like, are, it's really weird. Like, I was like, I, I whatever happened to the group promos? Oh, or, like the synergy? Like, don't it just tell seems, me they got y'all on some weird pro wrestling shit. Because it just seems like are y'all Skinny just gonna jeans all and no socks? <laughs> 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 I just feel like are y'all just gonna both split at the end of this? Like, hey man, this is really stressed us out, and we realized it actually didn't bring us together at all. It's like, like we didn't get any gold, bro. Yeah. All we did is get a bunch of enemies. Oh man, but I this, got enemies. Uh, oh, a lot of enemies. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it's like, uh, yeah. So Sammy came out, and the whole time I'm like, man, where the rest of the squad? I'm like, I'm, I'm betting that uh, Proud and Powerful aren't there because they had a pre-tape, right? And I'm like, all right, they're getting, they're about, you know, because then obviously uh, MGF comes out and he he uh, kind of you know outnumbers them until all of a sudden Jake Hager. I'm like, why didn't you come out with Sammy? Why were y'all coming out so like, oh shit? I was doing a carb load. What's going on? Savvy's getting beat up. Like, I was, yeah, yeah, seriously, I was man. Like, like why wouldn't you come to get like? Well, how are you guys not hanging in the same? Ch- oh man, Hager's in the hole or in the hole in the, in the head. I gotta go. But I'm thinking <laughs> like, like y'all got the same vest on, but y'all ain't kicking it. <laughs> like yeah. it was just so. I got the same cup in the, ain't in the same clubhouse. It, it was weird, like how they had like two different appearances to even things out. But they did. Oh even no, we pre-taped. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> the thing is, they did announce. Uh, you know, again, he said, "Yeah, you got me," but there is a stipulation. I'm like. Well, he kind of always too, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. he said no Judas effect, and he can't come out to the music. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so what, we're just going to have a bunch of people singing acapella probably. You oh, know yeah, I mean? definitely. Like, but, but this was so funny. I'm sitting there. I, I'm watching this part on but, live TV. I'm watching yeah, yeah, dishes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go right? ahead. I'm just doing the dishes. And he goes, but you still don't know my stipulation, Chris. And I literally go, let me guess. He can't use a Judas effect. And then he goes, I'm going to take away the thing that's helped you in every single match. And I go, I thought it was oh, Floyd. Man, I wasn't even trying to be like serious about it. And then I, I thought he meant Floyd. I wouldn't have minded but, that. But yeah, I was like thinking about it too. Yeah. I was like, oh, but I it did kind of like how he said, I'm going to strip down the music too. Like it is kind of psychological, but it is still underwhelming based on the way they've built these labors. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like it's not the last bad, one, but it just makes it seem not as clever as the other ones. You it's, know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, how is it to me? It's all, I'm like, okay, not using the Judas effect, I get, but it's dumb when in hindsight he has two other finishers, which is the code breaker and the walls. Yeah. Like, so and, it's like, and if you wanted to, the lion's salt, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. I mean, depending yeah. on how far in the game he's at, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, that, that was the end of Dynamite. I mean, um, that was it. I mean, uh, that, that's that's pretty much all I got, bro. Yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, a lot of excitement because tonight, tonight, Friday, Friday, Friday night, <laughs> Rampage. It's I, I'm 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 definitely excited about Fight it. The fuse, Rampage. It's just like I'm like, man, it's, especially when you think about you know we were talking about the viewership earlier. I'm like, if people are already gonna be hot off the heels of the Go Home SmackDown and they know that that Rampage in Chicago literally comes on right after it ends. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a natural click over. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, having a clip between channels on a Friday. Yeah, uh, it's, or, an, or it's a, a no brainer, as they say. Yeah. I mean, but it's weird because remember, they kind of low key, when you think about it, they tested it out during the NBA playoffs because they were on TNT or not TBS. They weren't on TBS, but they, they were doing the TNT showings for Dynamite on Fridays yeah. at like 10 o'clock. So it was super weird. But yeah, I mean, I. I is that what time Rampage will be on? Is ten? Yeah. Ooh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that viewership is gonna roll right over. Like, yeah, we'll figure out how we're gonna review that. Maybe we'll just announce the winners at first. Oh, that's the other thing too. Happening. Is uh, I don't know if it's for Rampage or maybe it's for Houston, but uh, there's also, ah, oh, man, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but the dude from Top Team, Dan Lambert. 
He keeps yeah, promising what, ha- two. what happened? I was like, I, I didn't see anything. But they they mentioned that he's supposed to be bringing two yeah. two uh, surprises. So, oh, was that always going to be in Houston? I, I'm not too sure if it's going to be for Houston or or, or uh, Rampage. Okay, be yeah, because so, I remember you cut that promo, so I was expecting him, but I was like, man, I didn't say nothing about him this week. Like, yeah, I that's what I was or? saying too. But yeah, then then I heard him talk about it briefly before they they cut to something else. So, oh, okay, I didn't realize uh, that. definitely. You know, I'm going to be on the lookout for that because I'm interested. Everyone's like, can you imagine if he brings Brock Lesnar? And I'm like. Well, technically, he's not signed, but I was like, but technically, Bobby Lashley was the last person I heard yeah, that was we wrestling out of top that. team. So yeah. I was like, I don't know. I mean, he had a few people with him last. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, Massville uh, and uh, the, the the Banff champion. And yeah. uh, I know I know I was screwed up Amanda? his name, but uh, Amanda, was it Amanda Nunez, I think? Yeah, I, mean, I think it was Amanda Nunez, and is it Mastivo? Or Ma- yeah. Or not, yeah, yeah. Something. That's I, what I said the first time. Yeah, I, no, mean, no, I was trying to well, add to I mean, what that's what said. I tried to say, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't so. be sandbagging me, bro. But I mean, between that and then the rumors of CM Punk, because, I mean, I know we were talking, too, like, off mic, like, supposedly, the, you know, because he's on heels, they've said that he's been training. They say, quote, he looks completely healthy, like healthier than his last run, like when he was at the end of his run in 2014, which just sounds good. And I guess they said he had been training in private before leading up to getting in the ring with them. But a lot of people are saying, like, he looks really healthy, like as if he never left. So You know what would be the cherry on top? And I don't even need her to wrestle as if April came with him. I was thinking that, I don't want to tell April, but AJ, right? Yeah, yeah. So AJ, I don't want to disrespect, but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I wonder if they own that and for how long. You imagine she could trademark that? Though I don't know if she'd want know. to, but um, but yeah. You know what? Just since we're at the last bit of this, and we're, I might as well squeeze this in part of this part of news. It's been also updated that uh, Keith Lee, um, you know, Keith he, you know, there's this. He just kind of made it known that he was literally fighting for his life this whole time. That he has, he's been gone. And you remember they did say there was something about maybe some health scare, but it was uh-huh. not specified. Yeah. So that was true, but there was a lot of people who were out there putting it out that oh he's not on TV because Vince wants him to work on his weight or he put him back it, down to the PC. It wasn't an image thing. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't an image thing. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of people bigging him up right now because he's you know opening up that part of his life to kind of shed some light on what's been yeah, going on he, on his he, end. He's, he kind of teased it on Twitter last week, so he's he's yeah. he's uh, been telling the story. Yeah, and uh, it's been making its rounds. Obviously, you know we did hear that uh, Mia had. Uh, tested positive for for COVID at one point too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just urge everyone to kind of you know go and check out that information. Uh, that, that that's another last bit of a uh, breaking news that came across because everybody was uh, uh talking about it uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of my groups when I woke up this morning, uh, bigging him up for for basically like I said, sharing that part of his life. He's not, you know what I mean. What was uh, it? Did he had COVID? Is that what he was fighting? Or I mean, I didn't see anyone talk about it uh, specifically, but, okay, yeah, but I'll just let everyone go and go and check it uh, out because okay. I'm not trying to give off secondhand information. Gotcha. No, no problem. Um, but uh, it, I mean, it just he's uh he's basking in his glory right now. So just 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 be patient. He is know, limitless. Um, but this is the show, Quincy Jones show. Mm-hmm. You uh, you already know that because you. Decided to make that uh, smart decision to be here, and I want to thank you for uh, you know supporting us this far. Uh, you can always support us by uh, always tuning in every week as we drop this every Friday. That's oh, yeah. always anywhere you go to get your podcasts. Of course, that is uh, Spotify, that is iHeartRadio, that is iTunes, that is also uh, uh, help me out here, Castbox, Castbox. SoundCloud, and of uh-huh. course the great people at True100Radio.com, and that's at got, uh... noon. Every Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say if you got a, uh, if anybody out there on my Apple users, just check out your podcast app too. We in there, boom. I, I suppose. 
I would know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, you're making moves outside. The, who who authorized that move? I don't Pete? know. I mean, it's there. It's there. It's there. <laughs> uh, but you can also support us by hitting us up if you want to uh, support by uh, copying one of our official T-shirts from the uh, the podcast. Man, we have medium, large, XL. Man, just hit us up. Uh, that's uh, the Quincy Jones Show at uh, gmail dot com. Also, uh, always follow us everywhere you go. That's everywhere on social media. That is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on, on uh, Twitter, as well as backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. The link tree is in the bio. Once you get the Instagram, everything yes, is self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. You can also take a peek at not only our podcast, but all the other stuff and services we've done, offer, hit us up, man. Again, we do a lot of different things, interviews. Music, uh, live performance, uh, I mean, media, just check it out, man, for yourself. And uh, again, another way you guys can support. Commentary. Um, and also check your boy out because, uh, you know, I think I'm coming out of retirement, going to be testing the old, uh, I should say test driving the old engine because I got a little of an open mic uh, going down. Um, if you guys aren't going to be too tired, mm-hmm. uh, you maybe want to uh, not watch SmackDown and watch your boy drop some bars. You know, the Roman uh, Reigns segment don't even happen to the last hour anyway, so you ain't <laughs> yeah. missing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm going to test my hand, man. Again, you know, Doc had a show not too long ago. But you ain't, you ain't retired. Don't say that. I didn't so say I was. You I say mean, you coming out of retirement is what you said. I said I was test driving the engine. Before that, you said that. Nah, that's not what I, I said. I said right. I was testing. All right, All right. listeners, we'll, we'll, we'll see. He owes me $5. Watch. But, yeah, no, you guys got to check First it all, out. Who are you to tell me if I'm retired or not? You're not. I'm you don't. You. you don't. Like I said, who are you to tell me I'm not? <laughs> me, the hip hop hybrid. Nah, you ain't. You ain't got that type of clearance. I, B. My streams say otherwise. B. Well, my streams <laughs> say follow me for the streams. Follow Quincy. Man. At, at Quincy Jones, go. Um, mm-hmm. But go ahead and tell them we get your bunk ass music. Band, now man. I was gonna say, check nah. them out tonight in. Uh, I believe it's in Fullerton. Hit them up for the uh, private location. It is. Uh, he's gonna be one of the ones hitting that open mic, and he will slay it as he always does. Me myself, I'm gonna see if I can be there, of course, to support. Uh, you guys know what it is. It is I, the one with the five star bars. Hit me up on uh, any platform that you like to stream your music, and there I are. It is me, Doc Lesnar, the hip hop hyper, the only one in existence in the world of hip hop, and of course, pro wrestling. Go ahead and check me out. Like. I said on every platform because I am right now 38 streams strong and I'm still going, Daddy. It's not going to stop for any reason in the world. We got so many things going on, man. We got Rampage dropping. We got uh, Takeover coming up. We got SummerSlam coming up. It's crazy right now. But in the meantime, go ahead and uh, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc Lesnar on TikTok, at Doc underscore KGS pod, where I do all those really fun, uh, you know, memes for the podcast. I try to, you know, get the scoops and uh, spread all the news to all the good people, man. And, uh, and uh, of course... I was gonna say, do me a favor and follow Flow Wrestling Show as well. We're I'll doing some some good definitely things at well. Flow Wrestling Show as well. Uh, if you guys uh, mess with me on Facebook and uh, Twitter, you know what it is. I'm at I'm Doc Lesnar on there. And of course, I you know if you guys didn't hear yet, I have this Lesnar Mania challenge. Just let me know what your favorite song is from the album. Make a video of yourself vibing to that song and why it is your favorite song. Go ahead and hashtag Lesnar Mania challenge and tag your boy at Doc Lesnar. And go ahead and tag at Quincy Jones Show, the Quincy Jones Show, I should say, and uh, you'll be entered into the giveaway. Where we have a uh, really dope merch giveaway, Doc Lesnar stuff. You guys already know what the deal is. Some we shirts, got the hats, the we pins, got, the stickers. We, we, we got stickers. We got a little of this and a little of that. It's going to sell a, like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. And, of course, a two sweet phone fingers. So you can uh, I mean, two sweet me when you greet me. Tell, me. tell me who else got that. No, no, for real. I'll wait. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. But uh, in the meantime, I'll tell you what we do got, and that's three words for them. Top guys out. out.